Then. Hello, welcome and bienvenue, Kanichiwa. Ni hao, Jambo, marhaba. It's time for another uh, Arms Inquisition podcast here on uh, Sunday, the 30th of October 2022. Ooh. Episode 254. I'm Phil. I'm Ben. And uh, we're very happy to be joined by Dom and Chris from the Sheep Farm podcast this week. How are we doing, chaps? Good Hi. evening. Fellas, you alright? Yeah, yeah, good. Thanks, guys. Nice to meet up finally. And some, some fellow yeah. northerners. Yeah. Just to yep. walk over Hill, though, Phil. Yeah, yeah, the other side of the, the other side of the Pennines, God's country. Yeah, yeah, I suppose <laughs> whatever that is, <laughs> we're in some sort of country, aren't we? Do we, we were actually brought up right on the border of Lancashire, weren't we? Actually, yeah, fine. we were. Yeah, right. Scammenden. Yeah, Scammenden. I can see Scammenden from my house. Scammenden. Scammenden, not Scammenden. Mass- same thing, probably. Dumb. Is that near Mordor? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inner Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Was um, Huddersfield one of the stops we used to do on that real ale trail? It was. We did it on my stag do. I remember wearing ladies' clothes at Huddersfield. <laughs> at Huddersfield. You, you were in drag. time there. I was, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all yeah. the rage now. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, it's too popular for me now. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yesterday's news now. That's it. Yeah, we... Well, well, women's clothes. you've got a pair of tits. <laughs> <laughs> working on it. <laughs> You're working you on your moves. You weren't playing yeah. a, uh, a keyboard, were you? Were you uh, Don't go out, were you? Afraid yeah. not. No. 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 <laughs> Some bolt-ons. No. I've still not <laughs> seen that video. I don't particularly want to, I don't think. No, so Dom sent it to me and I watched it without thinking where it was. Yeah. And I watched it all. Uh, uh, and, uh, was it yeah, a good one? watch it. What, how no. how tuneful what was it, it though? <laughs> no, do you know the worst thing about it was... As a, as a TV presentation, it was shite. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't even slightly entertaining. Over, no. You know, the only, you know, <laughs> one musical or anything, he just ripped his top off, got his tits out, and then started playing piano with his willa. Her willa. Sorry. Yeah. Um, what? It should, it should have, it should have, like, held his, like, his arms out and gone. Are you not entertained? <laughs> That's what I did. Then. Like, yeah, like he gladiator. Not like that. He did actually hold his arms out. <laughs> he did, he did actually, yeah. But I, I, were, I was thinking the band all those 40 Towers episodes because he mentions Germans, then, but that's all right. How does that work out? Well, was it on Newsnight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were on Channel 4, wasn't it, though? Ah, of course. Yeah. No, the BBC 4. Oh, was it? Channel, no, what Channel 4 actually? Right. Oh, no, channel, channel 4 is BBC, isn't it? It's all the same show. It's all the same thing anyway. Yeah. There was someone on Channel 4, I think it was this week or last week. Uh, my, what was it called? My Massive Cock. Yeah, Massive Cock. Yeah. Right. Did, you, did that one pass you two by? I don't watch that. I never see Is it. that what the show was called? My yeah. Massive yeah. Cock. Yeah. Right. All right. Straight for it. Yeah. Well, well obviously, right. I, I DVR'd it straight away. You know? <laughs> so, TV. Yeah. Yeah. My Massive Cock. Uh, main sort of participant, Brenda. 
<laughs> what what actually was it about? I know it's about obviously, but clues in the title, yeah. Chris. No, what it was like a what it like but, a bolt on thing, you know? Where, no, no, it's just some chap with a big lad, right? Oh, it were actually a, a documentary about a man with a big, big, big lad. Several, yeah, several right. chaps. He had several right. big penises. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I watched it hoping I would get some good clips out of it. Right, and uh, <laughs> I just swear it was a complete waste of time. Oh, well, something dear. you could learn learn from. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a problem that some of us suffer from, you know. Yeah, Did he not measure yeah, up? That's actually a word, isn't it? Don't call, don't call me Harvey Weinstein for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the mushroom cock. What is it with all these creeps and the mushroom cocks? Wasn't um, it was the guy who, who didn't kill himself? That's <laughs> Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. He was another one, weren't he, with the mushroom head? I've never yeah. heard of that. Like, no, I've never heard of that one. But like, <laughs> like, uh, uh, far too many shows and discussions about genitalia these days. I think. Yeah, it's definitely not necessary. Is it? Yeah, I mean, what else are, are you going to put on telly? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But blo- blokes are having uh, ground and mud flaps glued on, and women are having <laughs> knob and balls glued on, and like, what's going on? So man? They, did he just glue it on? I don't know what they do, but it's a boss stick or something. No, yeah. <laughs> Sticks like shit, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah no want. nails. Arrow tight, that's what yeah. you want. Two, yeah. two part. Dual nice crumb. Glue, glue gun. Yeah. Is it, I think it's just, uh, what's that word where you're like sort of spying on people? Not It sounds like euphemism. Voyeurism. 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 I think it's like it's sort of tapping into this voyeuristic nature that a lot of a lot mm. of us have, isn't it? And yeah. uh, I think the same yeah. with social media. A lot of social media is like, a lot of people put some wild stuff on their Facebook and their Twitter, like personal stuff and medical stuff and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people are just attracted. It's like a voyeuristic mm. itch that they get to well, scratch. In the old days, you'd have yeah. people in the pub just bending your ear about any old bullshit ailment they've got. It's mm-hmm. exactly the same, except you don't have to go to the pub. It's, it's online. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't um, have to venture outside their house in order to yeah, they don't harass have to people anymore. With bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's hard. Channel Four have always been a bit sort of uh, tried to be a bit edgy, haven't they, with with their programming? Well, I remember oh, Euro Trash when we were growing up. Euro yeah, Trash, that was the yeah, legendary yeah, program. Yeah. Bring that back. I think we're in an I generation though, where everything's about me, me, and it. Uh, that's what the social media does. Everything's either, and it's all me and selfies, and look at me. You know what I mean? The things that people are fucking interested in. Well, it's tra- people trying to join the club. We were just talking about this before the podcast, weren't we? If you know, what was it, George Carlin? He said, um, "It's a big club, and you ain't in it." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So these people want to be famous, and it's mm. the best they can do is is to just force themselves on other people. Well, and it's then like- try and be as edgy as possible. Try and say the most controversial shit. We would, even a ban yeah. is sorry. No news is good news. Even even a ban is you know people are gonna maybe prick their ears up, pricking mm. your ears. Uh, we're from that generation who remembers what life was like before the internet, before mm. social media and Napster and MySpace, and we've seen all this sort of come up over the last twenty years. Rapid, but I remember, you know when the internet was first growing, uh, getting popular, it was like there was websites, and you, you would have to be some sort of computer nerd genius to like set up your own website thank you mm. <laughs> whereas social media is sort of given everyone their little yeah. space hasn't it their little plot yeah. on the internet that they can 
Yeah. <laughs> fucking whinge about stuff yeah. mainly, yeah. innit? Yeah. Or virtue signal. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to burn a couch on my front lawn virtually. I'll I'll do it on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'll play uh, piano with your bollocks. It's funny, actually. Yeah, it's funny, actually. Talk, talking about scamming down where we're from in Huddersfield, I went up there the other week to a friend's birthday, and we drove up to Scamandam actually, just to show my missus the Manipa. Um So you're in the middle of nowhere, and I was sending my missus. We used to cycle from our house right up to Scammy and all the way around. And she's like, "What? All this way?" And I said, "Yeah." So we set off in the morning. So did you? She said, did, you did your mum ask where you were going? I said, "No, I didn't give a shit. You just went. Yeah, you just went. You came back when it was getting dark." Yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember going. We didn't even take any money or anything, or any water or anything. No. We were gone all day. We cashed in the bottles, that, didn't you? Cash bottles. We got that, that first yeah. day. We got that first day. We actually knocked on a, a farm's house and asked for some cups of water because we were like, yeah. "I really need a drink." Like on the verge of fainting first day, we no cash on us whatsoever. Well, yeah. You knew what to do back in the day, though, didn't you? You knew you could do that. Now, yeah, I don't know. I guess you'd just die on the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You used to drink, drink out of a stream and put it with diphtheria yeah. later. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah you pays uh, your money, you takes your chances. <laughs> die on the road because your battery's gone on your phone. Well, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah there is, <clears throat> there is um, there's a lot of leaning on tech these days, isn't there, I think? Well, well there's all lives are controlled by it now, aren't there? Let's mm. be fair. Most most of his life is controlled by tech, and well, that's which is great, though, isn't it? It's just it, if it's used, I think as, as humans, we're always going to lean on something that's going to make our lives easier. Yes, we're always going to be attracted. We love shortcuts. To yeah. We do yeah. since you know whoever invented the mangle, and you didn't have to bash mm. your clothes against some rocky outcrops yeah. on a river. <clears throat> I think what's clean. what's changed is that. Technology should be a tool that's, you know, used for certain things to hopefully improve your life or other people's lives, whereas the the media, social media aspect of things, it's a game changer. It is a tool. You know, when Facebook first started, you would have a few hundred friends and it might be uh, people you lost track of at school or a family who were living abroad in yeah. another country and all that. Mm. And all of a sudden it's changed and... Social media is, I think, you know, we have things called influencers now. Do you think yeah. that's because too many people have access to it and it shouldn't really be for everyone? <laughs> yeah, Technology is not yeah. for everyone. I would love to not be on social media. The only reason I have yeah. it is for the, for the podcast. I would love to just throw it away because, you know, I don't really use it for anything beneficial other than, yeah. you know, searching for news stories and, and videos and stuff for the podcast. Yeah, if it weren't for that, I'd get rid of it. You're a consumer, well, yeah. not a producer. I, I don't think I've posted anything on any social media network for ages. Mm. No. But I, I've, I've consumed got a, I've got a Facebook by default and a LinkedIn by default. I'm not interested. I don't go on them. Um, Facebook yeah. Marketplace oh, is good for buying, buying your shit. Buying new tech. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't um, want to get involved in broiled in that. Maybe, I mean, I, I don't know what your guys, but I was in telecoms and so we were, you know, we were selling phones in the 90s, early 90s. And so we, you know, probably most, the protagonists really of all this nonsense that's going on now are part of it, you know. Uh, but you you didn't know then, you're in, you're in your 20s, you think it's exciting and, you know, and it, and it is like Chris said, the technology is fantastic. However, obviously, apart from the microwave stuff, I'll be careful what I say here. But the technology is great. It is good to carry a phone around with you. It is good to be able to go on the internet and look for information. But all of a sudden, now, over the last five, six years, we're starting to wind it back in 
Um, we did a presentation, didn't we, Chris, on uh, Rise Above mm. a few months ago called uh, some research I'd done on young global leaders. Um, and uh, I, I talked about 10 companies, um, Amazon, um, Salesforce, Google, um, went all the way through these, Wikipedia, all the way through these companies. And all 10 were part of the Young Global Leaders, um, Skype, uh, YouTube. Uh, all of them were part of the Young Global Leaders program, set them up, PayPal. And In the 90s, that far? No, the two, that, late 90s, 2000s, the 90s, like, eBay, yeah. eBay as well. So we're all part of one program. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and what came out of that program was... Um, all these tech companies that we were given the billions of dollars worth of technology for free to use. Well, and that was only 20 years ago when he started. That was only 20 years ago. So yeah. what I'm hearing is it's not too late and I can join this club and become a yeah. bazillionaire <laughs> in 20 years' time. You might get a Jacob's Club biscuit. That's It's a big club and I'm not it. Yeah. I don't think we, for some reason, we don't qualify. Well, for, for a start, you've probably got to sign the Fustian contract to to get in to the club. The Faustian um, bargain. Yeah, um, yeah, you've got to sign that contract um, that all the writing disappears as you're reading it. And, but if you're uh, already a Mason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they're not all Masons, but it's it's one of those things where, you know, you do get opportunity In business, I remember getting opportunities, and sometimes I thought, it just don't feel right, that. You know, and, and you never knew what you were, sometimes what you were going to get into, you know, mm. whether a set of finances came to see your business or whatever it was. And they, they slowly but surely try and get into your, and they don't even know who they're working for. It's very compartmentalised. But these young global leaders, they were all of a certain religion, let's just say. Um, all 90% of them were of a certain religion. Buddhists. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Buddhists. All Buddhists. <laughs> all for free love, man. Uh, and... Yeah, so, I mean, we just did a, a recent podcast, the last one we did on the World Economic Forum, about the Board of Trustees. And then you start looking at the Board of Trustees as 30 on the Board of Trustees of the World Economic Forum. I was I was just, listening to that the other day, and um, it, I was uh, I had no idea about Benioff. David yeah. Benioff from uh, the, yeah, one of the yeah. main show, well, the, the showrunner for Game of Thrones, and his cousin and his family history. I had no idea. It's I fascinating. It, it's interesting the nepotism that's involved in a lot of this stuff. Um, I'm just we do a presentation on Al Gore because he's a tr- board of trustee member as well of the World Economic Forum. But I sort of did I'm doing a bigger presentation on him on his own, um, and he he is his family, you know, and his dad was a, a senator, you know, and so all these people they're all intertwined in different businesses. I mean, he's now worth four hundred million, but I don't actually think it's about the money for these people. I think they're working to some plan. The money makes them comfortable, but the working to a plan, a lot of these people, it's not... I think from working-class backgrounds, it's very easy to get roped into the fact that it's all about money. <coughs> yeah? It isn't. It's about the control and change of humanity, and that's got nothing to do with money. Because <coughs> most most of them are involved in eugenics. Like a lot of those young global leaders that are part of the massive tech companies that we all use, their free technology, they've all got eugenics businesses. Like Sergey Brin's ex-wife, she runs um, 20, 23 and Me or whatever it's called, the genetics DNA testing uh, company, which meant to be the Google of genetics, collecting data, your DNA. So all these people... Are, also, we, we can't see past our generation, can we? No. They're intergenerational. Whatever yeah. plan they've got going is uh, intergenerational. 
yeah. just keeps going. We can't see past the kids, can we? Se- several generations in front, aren't they, Chris? Mm. Or it seems that way. Yeah, Because like we've got the benefit of looking backwards <clears> now on all these people. And when you've got people, well, Boris Johnson's a prime example that's got a bloodline that goes back to um, the royal family. has got an illegitimate royal family bloodline. So he's related to Prince Charles. I think he's his 12th cousin or something like that. Prince Charles. Um, and a lot Tony Blair is related to the royal family as well, Ill- illegitimately. And hey. these are all easy to find out, you know. And, and, and also they go back to, like, Robert the Bruce. And I think t- Tony Blair was a, a direct descendant of Charlemagne. Wow. So th- th- these That's are, like a thousand, you know, that's like, what, year 800? But there's so many of these connections that it's impossible <laughs> to say it's just a coincidence that all these people that are in power, or a lot of these people, not all of them, I think some of them are stepping stones, Truss and maybe Theresa May, stepping stone type leaders, but a lot of these people that are in power are, uh, Trudeau's another good example, his uh, grandfather, or from his mother's side, Sinclair, um, or, or Sinclair's, they came over with William the Conqueror, and they built the Rosalind Chapel. Yeah, I was going to say Brown this thing. sounds like a Dan Brown novel. Well, yeah, yeah it's true. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosalind Chapel was was featured heavily in the Da Vinci Code because yeah. of uh, William Saint Clair, who became but they were part Saint of the Clair. writing of the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry. So the Saint Clair family were part of the Scottish Rite rights writing, which then makes them Knights Templar um, <clears throat> by default. So, yeah, that's so right. Trudeau they... in power is a descendant of them. Where do the rest of us come in to this? Uh, <laughs> we're under a boot somewhere, I think. Just the peasants, are we? Yeah. <laughs> so, must I have mean, a common ancestor somewhere. We must have someone, yeah. Probably some cave drawing. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it's, it is how these people are picked out, though. Because, I mean, I, I picked up quite... I mean, Chris picked up quite early on, and I'm sure a lot of other people have, that a lot of them do go to Oxford, but not everybody who goes to Oxford is some psycho... You know, 90% of them are decent people. Right. You know, I'm sure they are. Um, but they, they must watch these people because they can't, they can't just know that they're of a certain bloodline. It can't just be an accident that David Cameron is also a cousin of uh, the royal family. You know, and he's married into Astors and he's married, he, he's, a, he's a cousin of the Kardashians. And, you, you know, all these things are intertwined. It just can't be an accident. It's impossible. I think I might be related to Kardashians, mate. Chimpass is big enough. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? I, I like yeah. it. I like the the history side of it when you can trace trace these families back to like really important events in in like medieval history or even earlier than that. Like you mentioned, the Sinclairs and. You know, that yeah. ties in with the story of once the Templars were arrested in France, they fled up to Scotland to fight for Robert the Bruce against the yeah. English and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, a lot of it's hard. A lot of it, there's there's not like a lot of hard written evidence for. A lot of it, you've got to sort of read between the lines and pick this up here, from this part up from here and this built from here and try and build the narrative the best you can. But I just find it fascinating. But then, like, you get someone like... Dan on, he'll say it's all it's all nonsense. Like history is a complete lie. It's like yeah, no we, history before nineteen seventy six. No, it's like I don't know where to go. We've not done anything on Tartaria or anything like that. Well, well even if it is nonsense, right? The fact that you can relate these people to the even if it's made up, even if 
Tony Blair's direct descendancy to Charlemagne or King Charles of Scotland is made up. They're, they're actually putting it out there that it isn't made up. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of irrelevant. They yeah. want to sell it to you either they way. They want to sell it to you either yeah. way, yeah. You know? So the, the, the fact is that they're selling this propaganda and put, planting that seed in your brain that they're that important and more special than you plebs are type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, even if it's bullshit, doesn't matter, does it? Um, what's, um, so, what's the what's the alternative? Well, it's a good question, isn't it? It's a million-dollar question. Is there an alternative? Why are we... I keep asking this. Why are people like us, you two and me and Chris and other people that are talking about all this stuff, why are we doing this? Because we don't get any prizes for doing it. Well, is, um, it, is, it is it just raising it as an interesting point? Or Well, there is that, yeah. There is that. But it's more to it, isn't it? Because the amount of... Um, grief from friends and people like that, which I'm sure you are, you guys had over the last two or three years. Um, it, I mean, it's pretty heavy at times, isn't it? People falling out with you. Um, Can be. Neighbours not wanting to talk to you like I get. Those neighbours don't want to talk to me anymore. No, they're scared. Um, really? But yeah, well, some of them are because, I mean... Not scared, they just walk backwards when they see you. Yeah, yeah. But because... You want to have a cut? They want to talk to me about bollocks, and I, I can't talk about bollocks. I've got. I said, well, that's just nonsense because of X, Y, Z, and I can never get into a conversation unless I've done the research. So it's a that that then causes them a problem because I can have a proper conversation about it. But because um, I always got, in, I suppose it's I suppose it's a business brain. If you get into a meeting and you got caught with your trousers down, you got stiffed. Um, so I you always went in prepared type of thing. Mm. Um, Suppose it's similar if you suppose you've been in the army or something like that. Have, have you have you two backed away from like the, the traditional entertainment media and sport and all the rest of it? Yeah, I don't watch TV at all anymore. Don't watch anything. I watch some films. Watch a bit of yeah. I watch I watch some. Oh, films have you stuff. seen Moonfall, Chris? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out! That's a <laughs> hog show, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking yeah. wild that yeah. film. I did watch it. <laughs> It's a film fight, you have seen it. It's about no. a film about the moon um, about to crash into Earth. <laughs> okay. Do you know what, what more do you want? <laughs> yeah. I put it on, I thought I'm going to watch 10 minutes of this just to see see what the garbage is, and I actually ended up watching it all. Yes. <laughs> well, it's, it's so like... It's a, it, it is. I think that's part of the attraction. It's like, it's yeah. that bad. Yeah. There's a few it's films so like that, that they're so bad they suck you in. It's like, yeah. it can't get any worse, this, surely. No. I mean, I, I like watching... These days, I watch them to see what agendas I can see them and, and things wow. like that. But yeah. I still do like a film, you know what I mean? Uh, I still like one of the, one of the, what's that one you were talking about earlier, Chris? I know it's not a film. Is it a, uh, an Edward Bernays Netflix uh, film? Which one's that for? Uh, the, the Star Wars, Wars thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put this by you two guys, actually. I um, I noticed in the new, you know, the new Star Wars, the Andor thing that's on. Uh, yeah. if you watch that. episode, I think. Yeah, I've maybe Mr. been watching. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Um, but I pointed out to Dom the other day that the main protagonist in it, he looks a bit like uh, Zelensky. He looks a lot like him, actually. You know the you know the guy from Rogue One? The, yeah, Diego. Cassie and Andor. Yeah, it's uh, Diego yeah, Silver, yeah. isn't it, his name? No, he, in the film it's called <laughs> Cassie. Yeah. I mean, the actor. Even I know that. <laughs> well, that, that uh, yeah, yeah. saber-toothed tiger in Ice Age. <laughs> yes um, but I pointed out to Dom the other day that they look very much alike and not only do they look alike they kind of deliver the same kind of scowly presence that Zelensky does all the time but then I was watch, I watched the last one the other day I mean my missus was watching it 
and he's, he's meant to be in, in, dis, in disguise or something. Someone says, where are you from? And they, no, sorry, what's your name? And he goes, Kiev. Oh, did he just say fucking Kiev? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. About 99% sure he did. I didn't rewind it, but Mrs. agreed with me. Is his name so not his name was Keith. 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 <laughs> That's not his name. His name's Andor, isn't it? And he was oh, yeah. to be someone else. And he goes, Kiev. And I'm like, what? what? I mean, what does, what does that even mean? <laughs> the guy looks like him, and he's calling himself that. Uh, and he's he's also a bit of a the rebel character, isn't he? In the, in that show, and I say to Dom, I wonder because in that show, in the film, he ends up dead, doesn't he? he sacrifices himself. That's right, yeah. For the Death Star plant, and I got thinking, I wonder if Zelensky is going to be some kind of martyr, yeah, drumming up for the last six months. I'm just, I'm just talking. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Just from what I observed. I thought it was a bit strange. Yeah, if like I it with someone up, if Kiev got nuked, right? Yeah, predicted. Well, or uh, if he stopped something and died in the pro or whatever, and he was, you know, the matter of whatever, it wouldn't be surprising, would it? The way that they're selling that guy at the moment, that little green action man. It's wild how he's like. Didn't they invite him to the Oscars and different things? He keeps kept appearing on uh, award ceremonies on big screens. Eurovision, Glastonbury. Was he? Yeah, Glastonbury were on. Yeah. Was it Eurovision? Was he there? I think he was. I think he was. I think he was. I think he was. I remember two things from Eurovision: the Rasmus and Zelensky on video screen. Give all. And it. also, uh, and also that 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 woman who played the piano with a knob, she nicked it off Zelensky because he did it first. <laughs> Didn't I? <laughs> I gotta have to see Dressed this knob piano thing now. Yeah, he did. He hyped it up. This is social media yeah. in action. Hello, London. This is Kiev calling. And the, pong, pong. the 12 points from Ukraine go to... Oh, he didn't need a point. I think he was coming... At, oh, he might oh I thought that. he was going to be like the man in the studio the dishing street. the points yeah. out. I don't know. It might be a Mandela effect, this. <sighs> Could be a Mandela. Didn't he... Could be. Uh, an Israeli trying to run... Uh, Dana, Dan, Dana. Dana International, yeah. Dana I, bet that's, I bet that's best part of 20 years ago, that. Yeah. Is it? Well, that's how long I watched Yeah, yeah. No. that He didn't have a... That wasn't the one with the beard, was it? Yeah. Down International? I think so, yeah. Well, I thought that was a more recent one. Yeah. I just, yeah, there's oh, that many. I just gave me some. Brian Blessed. Corners <laughs> alive. Corners <laughs> alive. <laughs> Funny you brought up. Um, uh, it's in the sound bank. So I yeah. haven't got Gordon's alive. No, but I've got him saying this. Are you retarded? <laughs> <laughs> Is that from Black Cutter, I guess, that, isn't it? <laughs> I think it, it must it be. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. First one, yeah. Was it first one? Yeah, he wouldn't that one. He was captain, whatever he was. Mm. He was his dad. Class. They don't make Very. stuff like that anymore, like Blackadder, do they? No. No. It's you gone. don't need to do because you can have women playing pianos with the penises. No. Yeah. True. Give the people what they want, Dom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're horrible. I, I, I sent that to Mark, Mark Devlin and... Uh, Anyway, he said, what the fuck have you sent me that for, Dom? Well, that's what I said to you. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder when it was written, yeah. the, the Andor thing. Because, I mean, it's it's only just started, hasn't it? Do you Is think it, it takes maybe... A time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing it takes like a year maybe to film it yeah. and edit it. Yeah, I reckon, yeah. So that would be right. You've got to. We've well, got to think of before that because we're going to do screenwriting. Yeah. Got to get the financing. You know, you probably two or three years of a project at least if it gets accepted straight away. They shot something more. Really, if the if the if the um, Ukraine thing started first, I suppose you could slip it in, couldn't they? These days, with if they really wanted to, but it just seemed odd. 
just seemed odd. But it's Dick. a bit like Slum, Slumdog Rishi uh, Suarat, isn't it? Um, yeah. He, you know... Ra- Rashid, Rashid, Rashid Sanook. Yeah, yeah. Rashid Sanook, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the sewer rat. I mean, he's uh, hardly he, a sewer rat, is he? He's about seven, worth 700 million or something? Yeah. Well, his, his father-in-law is. Um, in with Mad Dog Bollock eyes. We did it. <laughs> yeah. we, we, called, we called it out through research, didn't we, Fire, that um, we thought Sunak was going to be Prime Minister. And then Tris Trust got in. But it was only because he had a similar background to... Um, uh, Johnson. But not background. But, story. Yeah, you could see how they'd been, he'd been put in the media. The story had been created before he got in. Not for this trust, not for the other one, woman you said, Fire. Theresa May. Um, yeah. Theresa May. But you can see the story being planted over the years when you go through the background. And we were saying that... In fact, I did a picture of um, me, me and Dom, that picture you've got, and I did us looking sideways at Richie Sunak in the middle, as if... About a year ago, when, when we did the thing, didn't we? We did it for yeah. the uh, podcast. Yeah. Well, there was... Psychic rope, but it's just so obvious, wasn't it? When she's doing the research. We put, we put two pictures together, though, of Slumdog Millionaire and Rishi Sunak. They both had wingnut lugs. Um, and ex- looked yeah. exactly the yeah. same. Again, um, was that was that predictive programming? Just putting that image of that face in your mind, like the Zelensky thing we were just talking about. Is it just getting you used to looking at him as? I mean, yeah. his well, genealogy. I mean, that, that film was massive, actually, wasn't it? As well, yeah. Well, his genealogy was it's locked. I mean, you can't get past a certain date on his on his genealogy. So a lot of these people, again, some of the genealogy, uh, like Genie and. Ancestry, they're all owned by a lot of these. In fact, it's called the PayPal Mafia. A lot of them spun off and come out of PayPal and started up companies like Genie, uh, which is and like you search genealogy and stuff. Um, I forget the guy's name now, but he was part of the PayPal Mafia, they called him. Um, and so, so, a lot of these people, like Al Gore, you can only go back to a certain point in his genealogy as well because they know if they allow you to go back, you're going to find something that they don't want you to see. I remember when uh, when Sunak was doing the, the the campaign against Truss, when it was them two that were going for the leadership, and there was a video surfaced of Rishi Sunak when he was about 18 or 19, being filmed for like a BBC oh, yes. documentary or something. Yeah. And he was saying about how he's no way, you know, I have friends from all kinds of backgrounds, not not working class backgrounds. But, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, he's, you know, he's, he's had some media exposure 20 years ago. I mean, is that a coincidence? Yeah. Or was he, was he sort of, has someone been having an eye on him for, you know, probably since he went to university, you know, to sort well, of groom it, him for this position? You don't know. Would it shock you if he had some sort of Raj, uh, Royal Raj genealogy? You know, it wouldn't, Absolutely wouldn't surprise not. me that. And obviously the royal family were out there planting seeds or uh, Baron Missinger at that particular time. You, these could be, again, illegitimate children. I've used the word could because I don't know. But um, there's a possibility that he is a bloodline that we don't know about. Do you know it's about um, his mum and dad? Were they like, are they first they generation doctors. immigrants? They were both doctors. They came I, from India, then they went to Africa. I think it was Zimbabwe. They had a pharmacy, um, didn't they, over here? Yeah. yeah. Well, one of it, no, the mother, I think, either the mother ran a pharmacy or, or the dad were a doctor and the mother ran farms, one of the yeah. two. So they, they were into arm spearing everybody back then. Uh, so nothing new, really. Um, and, yeah, so they they were first sort of generation uh, over here, um, from what I can f- could find. But then he, he went to Stanford and met um, uh, his wife now. Uh, I forgot the name now, what, what's she called? But, um, yeah. The, so the heiress. University is, is, a, is a hothouse for 
CIA. That's not to say he's part CIA, but it was probably set up, at, funded by CSA in the, going back in time. Um, from some of the research that I did, uh, one of the guys, Shockley, and I forget the guy's name, but they were. But I think the a third of all the funding that goes, third of all the funding goes through Stanford, i.e., from a technology point of view in the US. And it's the equivalent, them companies that the form with the investment from that is equivalent to being the 10th biggest uh, country mm. in revenue. Well, that, the main majority yeah. of Sunak's money is from Infosys via his wife. And well, his, his wife, wife has yeah. a 0.1% share know, in Infosys. Now, I've got a daughter, and I certainly would want to leave her more than 0.1% of my wealth when I can't get it. <laughs> it's a bit yeah. stingy. But well, I mean, maybe she's managed the, the to get father, by on such a small pittance. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? But the father didn't, obviously only owns a small portion of that. Um, there are two or three of them that set it up. And he's known as the Bill Gates of India. Wow, what a oh. title. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And he was the chairman of, uh, the, I think it was 2005, World Economic Forum. I wonder so, if I'm the yeah. someone of somewhere. You know, um, what yeah. <laughs> who would it be? Don't tempt me. <laughs> Don't tempt me. Well, well answers on the uh, the chat. <laughs> God, the Bill Gates of India. Well, Bill Gates isn't that welcome in India anymore, is he? So I guess uh, no. someone had to take that role. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's uh, it's strange. Only that again, this is soon that's prime example, isn't it? It is how it's sort of pre- predicted in. In his story, I think one of his school friends uh, was. Re- they wrote a book about him. This was before all this nonsense uh, uh, came about. And it was Baron Ashcroft, who's a Belize businessman, a British Belize businessman, who is a tax avoid tax avoidance because he lives in Belize now. Um, so he wrote a book about Rishi Sunak when he was the Chancellor. So the Chancellor collects the taxes, and he's having an autobiography written by a tax avoidance billionaire. You couldn't even make this shit up, could you? Yeah, it's a bit sick, isn't it? And it's an official, it's an official uh, book as well. Um, and, yeah, it's available at all good Oxfam shops now, I think. <laughs> uh, it's probably on Phil's shelf. He's got all of them, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the books. Most of the point, right? I mean, you could, un- you could uh, kind of understand someone reading a Richie Sunak book now, but who'd have read it before? What's that? I mean, Didn't Liz Truss? Fancy, fancy a holiday book? Shall I pick up that? Shall read Richie Sunak's life story? Yeah, be a long plane ride. In that book, one of his one of his school friends said the teachers used to say that Richie Sunak will probably be prime minister, and and it's ridiculous things like that. I mean, how many? I don't know which where you guys went to school, but nobody ever said that at my fucking school. (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the things they probably said was he's he's going to end up in prison. prison. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be more more fitting, wouldn't it? I don't think we had any prime ministerial candidates at our school, did we, Ben? I don't know. We might have had one or two Tory MP candidates. <laughs> yeah, maybe one or one two or Tory. Two. Yeah, I, I think Labour are just as bad, aren't they? I mean, Kia Starboy, Starboy um, he's <laughs> now trying to trying to put put himself out there as this manly man who used to get into fights and stuff like that. I mean, can you imagine him at school? I mean... He's yeah. going to get with, with that, with that silent nasally voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you outside. Come on, outside. Yeah, yeah. Come it's on, weird with kids. He's almost pushing an open door now. Well, like, if you if the pills are to be believed. Yes. Um, you know, yeah. if there's a GE tomorrow, it'd be, Labour would be a shoo-in. 
So yeah. it's, it's and he's it must be weird for him because he, yeah. he's been he's the weakest Labour leader. I think I think everyone will agree for, yeah. that they've had for for a long time. But he's looking more and more likely to kind of fall into a PM job. But, and will he do a good job? I don't know. But they've got um, two years, yeah, haven't they? Before he probably might come in. I did I, the last since Gordon Cross Eyes leads Bradford Eyes Brown. Uh, got in, yeah. The, the last, uh, so Brown, Cameron, May, Johnson, Truss, Sunakers, yeah. When they've come into power, they weren't voted in. So well, the last one, Ca- Cameron was a hung parliament, yeah. So he needed the Liberals and the Coalition, Ireland, yeah. the Irish or whatever, and the Polish to, to help him out, no, um, yeah, was, and whoever yeah. else were there, yeah. Um, and so. He won an election after that, and so did Johnson. But initially, they were in without being voted in. Yeah, half parts I mean, done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Starman might not even get in, might he? A lot can happen in two Star years, man. And like they say, yeah. a week's a long time in politics. Never mind two years. It's like <laughs> who knows. It didn't make any difference, does it? It's just a fucking pantomime. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I'm the yeah. same. I'm like left wing, right wing. It's the same frigging bird. It doesn't matter. It'll to all me. be forgotten. What, you know, when it leaves yeah. the news cycle, no one will remember all this kerfuffle yeah. we've had in the last. We will. Three months. <laughs> <What we're, laughs> they just ramp, I think they just ramp it up for a distraction when they need a little distraction. Of, they do. of whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't tell me out of six hundred and our thirty odd MPs there are out there, not one of them thought like we did that it were all nonsense. Right, you can't tell me that because the law of averages says that that's just not possible. Yeah, there'll be there'll be a handful. There's one. Well, there's one or two. We played the clips from that Tory backbench. What's his name? <laughs> I've forgotten his name. It's the grey-haired guy. Uh, he, he was losing his losing the plot. One. Oh, one there's, point, a, there's the grey-haired guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Desmond. Swain. Yeah. Swain. Desmond Swain. But, but even a... he even he got jib jabbed. So I well, mean, yeah. Yeah. There was another guy though. Um, he was on Unheard as well. He got interviewed for Unheard. Yeah, Matt Apocalypse is saying Demon Swain. But there was another guy who was really sort of quite well-spoken talking about the lockdowns and uh, like mm. the effects they were going to yeah, have over the I next couple of years. I remember playing a clip of him, but it's such a minority, you see. <laughs> it, it was Bruce, no, uh, Bruce Swain. Bruce Swain. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Swain. <laughs> Bruce Swain. Yeah. yeah. So, so none, none of them actually have got any kahunas to stand up properly. And say what what's happened, really what's happened, because they know what would happen to them. They'd just get ostracised, booted out of the party, so they wouldn't be able to talk. So it, th- it, it, it's a blunt instrument, isn't it? Really, the Parliament is not for us. They they pretty much be. just passed it off to the to the sage. They let the yes. they let the the scientific committee make the recommendations, and that is a great fall guy. Yeah. You know, it's the MPs who are responsible to us, apparently. That's yeah. how it's supposed to work, whatever. Yeah, but you know, all we're the just players as well. We're just right following the science. The we're following yeah. the science, you know. Whatever the scientists said, they'll do, and that's how we got here in the first place with that frigging Imperial College. Jesus Christ, that make-believe computer. What do you call Nobody. it? Yeah, estimate model, model computer model. <laughs> yeah, yeah, half a million to five hundred twenty thousand deaths if we don't do anything, and, and the infection fatality rate will be point nine of a percent. 
Was it like Absolute a Maple level 1980s computer Atari. with a green yeah. screen? He has such a great track record as well, Ferguson, with swine flu yes, and bird flu and yeah. everything else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, we obviously were from a farm. We did, had, had a, we were brought up on a farm. And, farm. Uh, it's the sheep farm. So we had ah. sheep. So we were in the. Dad, our dad were a butcher. Uh, sorry for you vegans out there. Um, but uh, <laughs> we were. But yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> but but we had we had sheep. Well, we had cows as well, but mainly sheep. And uh, so the foot and mouth thing, uh, we saw it firsthand. What they did, mm. you know, we saw the burning of all these sheep for no mm. for no reason whatsoever. And they were basically buying sheep off the farmers at a higher <laughs> cost than what they were worth. So obviously, tight Yorkshire farmers and farmers around that are normally quite shrewd, let's just mm. say, um, would, would not hesitate to sell them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically what they did with the um, the payouts, weren't it? Where during it lockdown, we'll honest. give you uh, uh, furlough money to stay off work, and nobody argued. Just cause well, it free, free money gets the ball rolling, doesn't it? Yes. That's what, like the swire for that, it gets, it gets whatever they want to happen into motion. And yes, that that was the ex- that was the stamping down of farms, wasn't it? And yeah, well, it was the farms, second part. The really. BSE was the first part, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, BSE. Yeah, oh, yeah. The BSE was the first part, which I mean, that was just nonsense as well. But mm. uh, you know, the, the the whole thing is set up to control. I mean, it started with animals, and then it's us. So, what do they think of us? Mm. The, I mean, do you remember? Do you remember they used to have to dip your feet in disinfectant? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, fucking hell. When he went through an airport, you had to walk through like a little puddle of disinfectant. Well, it was foot and mouth, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. foot and mouth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like when you got to swimming baths. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that little yeah. Yeah. that little trough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that you could dip feet. Stinking trough of water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's good for you. It's good <laughs> for you. Got with skeleton feet. Yeah, three inch pubes and piss. And uh, <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't... <laughs> then you jumped in 50-50 pool. Fifty percent water, fifty percent piss, and uh, <laughs> there were bits of bread floating in it and stuff. Uh, stool floating at bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't stop Verukas though, did it? No, chlorine didn't stop Verukas. Maybe it causes them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Nobody's ever thought. Everyone went through the same pit, didn't they? Yeah. Better ring Susan Mickey up. Oh God! Oh, it started on her. Christ! Yeah. Literally a communist. Where's she a yeah. champagne communist as well? Oh, she got a she's got a new role at the WHO. Oh, yeah. Is she? Yeah, yeah. Now she's psych- psychoanalyzing the whole world instead of just the UK. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's behavioural, wasn't it? She yeah. was part of. Uh, well, she was part of Sage and Independence yeah. Save. Was she, was she part of the Behavioural Insights yeah. team as By well? She was, yeah. Because the Behavioural Insights team, I think, is technically independent of government, although mm. they work it out of Whitehall. I think the well, it was Don't, a spin-off from the Nudge Unit. Well, I, th- I thought the Nudge Unit was a colloquial name for the Behavioural Insights team. N- well, but, no, because the Nudge Unit now, the government um, made it into a company rather than a government agency. So now they've sold it around the world. Yeah, so, we, we've exported yeah, it everywhere. Yeah, we've exported it everywhere. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but it was part of... <laughs> yeah, it, a lot up. of these people work for the intelligence agencies as well. So a lot of it was to do with intelligence as well. I mean, Su- Susan Mickey... She sold, her family, they sold a Picasso for 50 million. Really? Yeah. Um, her, her her granddad was Baron, I forget his name now, anyway, from her mother's side. Um, so all these people are, and she, so she, she um, her husband now, he um, he works for, or cigarette, he's, he's, a, he's a professor of psychology, 
apparently to help people stop smoking, etc. But he's been paid by all the normal pharma companies. Merck, Pfizer, I think. It's all, it's all on his website. But he's got no conflict of interest. Neither she. She crumbled, though, didn't she, Mickey, when uh, she got drilled by the hard-hitting Richard Medler? Double <laughs> 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 bicep Richard Medler. I don't think, she, yeah, don't think yeah. she even broke a sweat, did she? No, no. Oh, I remember when she was on that. I think it was Jeremy Vine on yeah. Channel 5 when she was saying about, oh, we're going to keep social distance. How long should we keep social distancing forever. for? I don't know, maybe forever. forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, God. I just I Good, wonder yeah. what planet, you know, do these people, does she actually believe that? Oh, she said it with a smile on her face. She meant it. Yeah, she was smiling. She's a communist. She was known as Stalin's nanny at, at, at university. That's what they called her, Stalin's nanny. <laughs> but she goes, how, old how old is she? <laughs> yeah, how old is she? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. I've been dead 70 years. She's Marty McFly. Mickey McFly. Yeah. Uh, but she, yeah, so she, she's, um, yeah, her, her family, she goes back in right into... Uh, sort of like the baronesses and things like that. And I think her, her mum and dad worked on the Enigma Code. At, so Bletchley, Park, in, I, at Bletchley Park. I remember yeah. this, yeah. You're, I yeah. remember this. It was her dad. Yeah. And her mother. Was it her mum as well? Yeah. I remember and looking at they mysteriously died in a car crash in their 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not laughing at someone dead. Yeah. They, they, they'd been divorced for a long time as well, and they were going to some meeting somewhere, and car came off road. Both right. died. Right. In the 80s or in their, in their 80s? 80s? In their 80s. In the 80s as well? I think well. it was in the 90s. In, in the no, 1990s, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm confused. Oh, I'm confused, yeah. yeah. I just, I wonder how, um, well, this is what's interesting to me, because, um, you know, she's a raving communist, yet she comes from wealth. Well, they're not communists, uh, they're idealists, aren't they? It's an ideology, it's not from it's any not. sort of reality, you know? They, they want the communists because they want to control us, if you like. Um, but they, they don't want to be part of the controlled. Um, oh, no, that's so. the best bit about communism, isn't it? If, if you're <laughs> at the top, it's great. Yeah, yeah. You get yeah. everything. You get yeah. so much. You, I mean, you're just spoiled, aren't you? If you're at the yeah. top of a communist Definitely. society, it's, it's the place to be. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, just right. if you end up in the gulag, you're in trouble. I wonder if they'll yeah. set one up in, like, Huddersfield or Lancashire. It, it already is Gulag. a Gulag, isn't it? <laughs> Even if you're at the top, you're not safe. Do you see that um, guy oh. get strong-armed out of the uh, Chinese um, Communist Party convention this week? The ex-leader of China, Pre-Chi. I saw this. Yeah, he no, got... Sorry, go on, but he was, I saw um, the snippet. I didn't know what the story was. Yeah, he was messing with some papers or something. Didn't agree with something. Or I, you don't even know from the video, but then he, he's... He's next to uh, to Chi, and to Chi like just glances over off screen, and some some strong men come, not in stripy tops with uh, with like ton weights. March him out, march him out. Yeah, when you've when you've got that that much power at your disposable at your disposal, you've got to be so careful and paranoid because mm. you know you've just, you've got this massive target on your back. Everyone wants your position. Yeah. And uh, it was like it was the same with Stalin. There was that famous photo, isn't it, where um, there's the photo of him with his mate, and then the the photo gets changed and his mates disappeared. It would just disappear. People, people yeah, who got yeah. too close, it was like this paranoia. Like you're getting too, you're getting a bit too popular. You're getting a bit too powerful. We, we, you've got to go. It's interesting yeah. you say that because you can see the same sort of things with with Putin over the last twenty years. Yeah, but Putin and- is Hitler. I keep forgetting. But I don't yeah. see that from our leaders. I'm sure Truss wasn't looking over his shoulder. And it, 
does that not make you think that they they don't it's hold the power? No, um, no, they don't. They're puppets. That's what I mean. It's yeah. it's a different situation. Mm. We're, we we live in like a like it's more like corporate fascism right. than, than a democracy. You know, the people yeah. who are, who are at the top of the political sphere, they the yes men. They're well, not in dogs. Trust has been booted out after forty five days. What is it? One hundred and twenty grand a year. Yeah, she, she upset. She upset uh, the markets. That was it. Yeah. You gone? Yeah, she was brought in to do that. Um, but she was brought in to do a job, and and a bit a bit like quasi crazy Kwatang that came in, who was part of the investment banking fraternity before he got into politics. So I think he worked for Goldman Sachs for quite a while. So he was chairman of Le Circle. I don't know if you've done any research on Le Circle. Oh. Le Circle is a secret group. Uh, Nadim Zahawi was chairman before him. Uh, Rory Stewart. It was set up after World War Two as a clandestine group. Um, secret meetings, a bit like the uh, Council on Foreign Relations, that type of thing. And yeah, it's, the circle's more though, because it can be more militaristic. A bit more uh, spectre stroke. Yeah, a bit more stroke spectre. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, now I understand what's going on. <laughs> but Quasi Quetting worked, was funded by the circle to a lot of his meetings in his early days as an MP. And he became apparently chairman of the uh, circle. Um, so, you know, these people are working for other forces behind the scene so they come in they're the sacrificial lambs make this change markets will drop we'll make billions out of that then you're gone it's interesting you mean uh, you mentioned nadim zahawi because he was a founder of the ons i think as well which was, uh, has been heavily relied upon over the last couple of years yeah well he i don't know if he was a founder but he certainly was part of it he was founder of yougov Ah, that's uh, what I'm thinking of, yeah, yeah yougov um we became quite apparent though didn't it fire that um he had more clout than johnson yeah, time. it seemed to have. It seemed, definitely seemed, seemed to, to have. But again, he's chairman of the circle, so I, I, what you're what finding, it, yeah, yeah. The circle seemed more clout, to have more clout than the British Prime Minister. Well, when you think about it, that's like, when it, let's just say you were a group of people that were in a secret group at Oxford, let's just say, and you go into the army and you've got five people within that uh, whatever regiment. Um, sorry for any people who've been in the army, I don't understand it, but anyway. Um and you've got a general who was in that group and a sergeant, but the sergeant was actually higher up than the general. Oh, in the, in yeah, the secret in the group. society, yeah. Yeah, so he actually takes orders from the sergeant. And so, similar thing to Zahawi, um, that he was, if you think about, why was he in all those different jobs? He was he was there for the arm spear rollout. Um, he, he, he was part of it, you know. So, you know, they um, could rely on him. They could rent, rely on him to come in and deliver reliable. a job. And, we, mm. and the research that I did on Zahawi, his grandfather was the governor of the Bank of Iraq. So the Central Bank of Iraq, his grandfather was the governor of that. No, didn't he come over as a, a poor immigrant? Family? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, he did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, the, boat, yeah. that's the story. Yeah, that is also yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's the story that's portrayed in the media, that, you know, I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a yeah. poor immigrant that's from Iraq. Bio, that's what he's yeah. made he's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so... I think he started a yeah. t-shirt company, didn't he? Yeah, started a t-shirt company and made a few t-shirts... Uh, <laughs> I heart Zahawi. <laughs> Bank of Iraq. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's interesting. If his dad was the Bank of it, because I'm guessing Zahawi's... Granddad. Granddad. Yeah. Oh, right. So, so say Zahawi's, what, about 55 or something? So his granddad yeah, would like be... Yeah. When would his... How old would his granddad be? Say 110, so... Mm. 1920. So he was probably around after the Second World War then. 
Look, just after that, I think it was the fifties. He was uh, in. If it, I can't, I, mean, I have to get my notes up. To the thing is, it was yeah. it was the British government that drew the lines on the map oh, after, for the after the British government after the Second World War to yeah, yeah. form Iraq. So I'm wondering if his granddad mm. then had some connections to the British government at that time. That's how, what I could discern. How he got he into was buried the, in Israel. Naturally, he was buried in Israel um, because, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> work that one out. So, so a lot of these things, like like Van Tampon, another one, yeah, uh, Van, Tam, oh, yeah. Tam, Van Tampon. Uh, he yeah. he was uh, his his grandfather, Baron, was, Baron Greenback, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think he was his, his grandfather or his his father, one of the two. I think his grandfather was Prime Minister of Thailand. Wow. Um, or president, but anyway, one of the two. So, and then his uncle. Was a, a general in the Thai army, but he was a, a general, I think, in the was it French Thai or Vietnam. Army. Fact, it might be Vietnam. It's Vietnam, yeah, not yeah. Uh, Thailand. He saw never under the bus, didn't he? Saw his yeah. own nation under yeah. the bus. But he was he was working for all the pharma companies, um, all the well-known ones that we've we've just been had to listen to for the last three years. Um, and then he comes into that role, saying he's got no uh, conflicts of interest. Just like Valance, Valance's last paycheck at GSK was one point two million. And then he took that government job at 180 grand a year. Because that's what you're doing, it. <laughs> just like a million quid pay, pay cut. Yeah, I, I found it too stressful. I thought, I thought he had a chunk of Pfizer as well. Didn't he sell that during the... Yeah. The Divock. It's like Rishi Sunak. He, he, he worked for Chris Hon. Sir Chris Hon. And Chris Hon has an investment company. And a spin-off from that, he worked for... A company called oh, I forgot the name now. Anyway, a, com- a company that was the earliest investor in Moderna. Right. So Rishi Sunak worked for this Philomena uh, Partners or something like that. Because we were just saying Philomena was part of the uh, Alistair Crowley stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, that's right. And it was called Philema. Like, it, it might Thelema. be Philema part. Anyway, yeah. they they were the early investors or one of the early investors into Moderna, um, along along with um, AstraZeneca weapons that kill. Um, they 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 own part of Moderna as well. Oh, do they? I tell yeah, you what, so I, I wish I'd bought some of that, like in twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the first product they've ever uh, got into strange the market. That, strange that. So you've got Chancellor of Exchequer who's borrowing five hundred billion, was an early investor into Moderna that's buying Moderna jib jabs. Mm. You're crazy. I know, I'm just a nutter. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to see here. Let's vote him in as Prime Minister. Bugger. He has been. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's wild, isn't it? What's the point of it it all? It's the game of of Thrones, man. You win or you die. It's just like... It's pathetic, isn't it? It's pathetic, isn't it? To us, it's pointless because, you know, whether you're in... I've been in business... You, it's not, you don't have to have your foot on everybody's throat to sell something. You know, it's just, we're all traders in different ways. That was what we're doing now, I suppose, we're trading in some way. But, you know, you don't have to be like that, do you? You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. There's a different plan, isn't there? We're not part of that plan, that club that you guys were talking about. We're not part of that, are we? So we, we, I equate it to, if you walk across a field and you, you don't look under your shoe thinking, how many beetles or spiders have I just killed by walking across that field? And that's how they view us. Or like you said, I like in that coming to America thing when they do the bet for a for a dollar. No, it's uh, trading places. Trading, trading places. places. Yeah. coming to America. The dollar bet. They, yeah, yeah, and they, they destroy everyone's lives just for their dollar bet. 
Yeah. Is it like that? Is that what it, it is? is it's a game. That? It's just a game. It's a yeah. game to them. It's like you said, like the money, money's no object. Once you're a billionaire, that's fine. It's, there's no, it, it becomes a game of power and control after that. And, and how, how much influence you can exert on other people. Cause I, I maintain that majority of the people in, in these positions of power have no empathy. They're psychopaths. They don't well, give I a shit about it. any I of see, us. Yeah. I've seen them. I've been in business meetings with people like that. They just look through you. Yeah, just looking for you just you know I just want to get up and go. Or I did do one in, in the time there, but just like imagine imagine their egos, the people who, who actually organise all the shit. The infighting must be phenomenal as well, mustn't it? Hence why you see like Listrus vanish or whatever. They must infight and squabble between themselves because their egos mm. are so big. Yeah, yeah, like Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'd love to be on a fly, fly in the wall at like a G seven meeting. Yeah. I reckon I reckon they'll just sit in a chair. Uh, don't move. Yeah. <laughs> you get, you get to receive messages. If, if they've created tinfoil hat, if they've created automatons, <laughs> yeah. If they've created automatons, I reckon first one is Richie Sunak. He looks like a robot to me. It's like the that, Maybot. That, um, the Maybot must have been a prototype. <laughs> yeah. Like the Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Is, 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 is yeah. he the new version? You know, the so, Mark II or something. I don't know. Mark II Zuckerberg. No, I'll yeah. tell you who it is. Uh, did you see this this week? I think Goodbye, I've got Martel. it. Yeah. I think, did you see this Katy Perry video on here? I saw that. Just watch your eyes. Of course he's fat. What the hell is that? It's more the part that she took your side of the face and it happened. I don't know what's going on there. Well, did, have you have you guys watched any Ma- Ma- uh, Mike Williams stuff? Matt um, he does all the Paulie's dead stuff. Uh, he's an American guy. Um, does some fantastic research. I'm just watching that. Today. Now, well, where, whether you want to believe that it, Paul McCartney into is or not, but there's certainly some compelling evidence to say that something strange has gone on uh, in, in some way, especially with the Beatles' writings of uh, certain. They just didn't have time to write them when he's so gone the through. Bill, the Billy Shears. Oh, it's Billy yeah. Shears. Who yeah, took but even over. if you put yeah. that to one side, and you don't want to get involved, and in, that you think Paul McCartney's alive or dead it's but even the beatles were a manufactured pop group so when we're looking at things going back to parliament and, and what you're saying is what's the point everything's manufactured it's like a simulation everything's not what we think it is and that's mm. that that's i mean you guys probably get that with some guests that come on as well where you think you know everything we talk about is pointless like you just said ben you know there's no unless it isn't pointless and we don't know is it an en- energy gathering you know, and the new part now is data gathering, and that's how they're going to get as energy. You know, it's like monster, the Monsters Inc. paradigm, where they're draining people of energy because by scaring them. Because we live in that traumatic uh, world where they're terrifying us. Is that what it is? Is that we're just in this energy drain? Energy vampires. Yeah. Oh, it's a dark place. It's a dark <laughs> channel to go down. That isn't it? It, is, I, it, scares, yeah, it, it scares me because, like, I, I don't rule any of that stuff out. No, but I'm open minded to all of it, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do they really benefit, you know, do they benefit from seeing the the terror and the fear and the anxiety that they've wreaked on our look, country look across the entire world for the last two and a half years? Do they get look off on it? Do they get a fucking boner watching that? Say, <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Look at these fucking stupid idiots shitting themselves in the in won't leave their houses because of our uh, clever media messages. Three masks on and some gloves while they're See, I bet a lot of them get a fucking boner off of it. Yeah, but if they are energy vampires now, if if you think if they've always been energy vampires, now all they have to do is put a new story out and then just see the reaction on social medias and wherever. 
And they could just sit there with a boner for two hours, couldn't they? Easy instinct. You know what I mean? Maybe they've got a play xylophone with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to wait for it to listen to people complaining. It's instantly because everyone loves complaining now, don't yeah. they? About everything. Yeah. I, I, I suffer for that. I'm trying. I'm trying to be more like less black pilled and more optimistic <laughs> and more Chill, man. like more happy on the podcast. Watch some Netflix. <laughs> I think it's definitely helped. I think it's it's definitely got better over the last six months because we used to do COVID news every oh week. Oh my god! Yeah. Every yeah. week we would have a section yeah, on COVID news it, on the yeah, latest. Yeah, yeah. What's the batshit thing that came out this yeah. week? You yeah. know, and we you had to talk about it, though, didn't you? Well, if, if we didn't, else, nobody would, would there? Ah, no, if just, we weren't talking about it, people like us, nobody would talk. It just wouldn't. Yeah. No, many many podcasts. I brought, I brought this up in our podcast. Do you not find it weird out in the real world? Out. Although it's, you know, whatever, no one wants to talk about the last two years. It's like a non-discussable subject. I think a lot of people are... Occasionally... Sorry, go on, Sorry. Occasionally people will go, yeah, you know, during lockdown. And that's like it, really. There's no discussion as to what's just happened at all. I think a lot of people are probably embarrassed or ashamed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, and I can understand that. I can empathise with that. It's it's difficult. Mm. Mm. I, I wonder how much is going to come out, you know, how much will be allowed to come out and how much will be back tread, you know, they'll, they'll back tread. We're seeing this, oh, oh God, we're going down the black road again, but about, like, <laughs> excess, bonus. you know, excess deaths at 16% across Europe and Australia. And it's like, where's yeah. this coming from? Oh, well, you know, maybe we fucked up massively a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. Are we going to start recognizing, and most importantly, are we going to say never again? Or, well, are they going to pile it on again? I mean, obviously, monkeypox didn't work. They'll have to think, think of something better than that. Yeah, that was vanished, that, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, it was weird. Weird, what happened yeah, to yeah, monkeypox? I think, I think it was um, a one-trick pony. Personally, it was a one-trick pony. I think the monkeypox and all the other nonsense is just there to say, keep if you don't public. do as you're told, yeah we'll, yeah, we'll bring some more stuff out for you. But um, I think that whatever that show was for two years, three years, and it's still sort of dwindling on now, you know, I think Spain just opened up. Uh, France opened up recently to holidaymakers. Um, Italy opened up recently. Um, so all, all these places are, are still partially uh, locked down. Um, and so people just accept that lockdown like, yeah, during lockdown. You know, like it was some fucking party. Mm. You know, during lockdown, you know. It, it's like, no, no, it's in no. the history no. books now, though, isn't it? Yeah. All, they've got all the pictures and all the history there. Yeah. So you can look back in 10 years and see it as the massive drama it was and everyone's died. You know what I mean? They've got all the all the numbers they needed. Did you, did you ever look into that woman who started the uh, clap for carers Thursday night seal oh, yeah. fest? <laughs> did you ever look into her? I, I did start looking into her, um, but I can't remember now what, what the outcome yeah, of that was. I remember, was, remember hearing something about her, but I can't remember yeah. what was it. She, she uh, was, wasn't she some sort of Dutch... Anyway, yeah, she had a she had a big background in PR yeah, and campaign, yeah, marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. campaigning. It's like we think that this thing is like an organic thing that just springs yeah. out of nowhere, and it's like absolute bullshit. This was part yeah. of the plan, you know. Yeah. I'm sure the behavioural insights team were right behind that. They picked it. Well, they were all over yeah. it. They yeah. spent four hundred million propagandising us. If it if it hadn't been picked up by the media, just one crazy woman standing outside her house. <laughs> hey! Banging possum pants. Exactly, yeah. I'm a Chris is a good story. I'm a Chris has a good story where they're, they're all banging pots and pans outside his house and he heard one of the neighbours say, 
there outside them them in that ne- house. Next door's not banging the pots and pans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. tell you what, though, that week after that, yeah. you know, a lot of people buckle to that pressure. The pressure of the neighbours. What yeah, if my yeah. neighbours don't see? What will my yeah. neighbours think about me if I if I'm not clapping? Yeah, yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, fuck off, man! Not doing it. That guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was that guy. Yeah, I was that guy. I was that guy who's like, I'll get a bigger part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if this is some like. Yeah, like a pop wars. Like mm. who can get who can make the most noise on the street? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, no man. I mean, when, you think back, because... when you think back though, Chris, right, to that April time, going into summer and it was getting warm, and you see people because we live in the middle of nowhere, you see people walking past the house they'd never seen before that live locally, you know. And just people, because they had the free hour to walk around the prison yard yeah. type thing. Uh, <laughs> and oh, and shit, you think, what, you, 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 this is what I mean. It's like, I, you, you know, people couldn't come round to your house. And, I mean, people still come round to my house. Fuck yeah. But um, it, I, only, I only disobeyed one rule, and that was... We were sorry. I only obeyed one rule. <laughs> that was we were going, <laughs> and we were going to London to see Mrs's family, and I didn't want to go because I actually thought they were going to have uh, roadblocks out there drilling at them, and I kind of regretted it after because I thought we should have just done it. But yeah. it got to that point. I thought, and we got nipper in the car. I didn't, I didn't want to drive and have a. You didn't want the hassle confrontation. So I didn't to London. But my my, my yeah, daughter so lives in that one. my daughter lives in Sale, um, so every weekend without miss. Uh, She's 17 now, but every weekend I've been and picked her up, and I went every weekend, mm. every weekend, mm. and never had a minute. I was going to say, that was funny, though. We talked about this at the time. When they were clapping pots and pans for the nurses, and me and Dom had this discussion, we knew, we were saying they're going to get thrown under the bus, because yeah. like the 9-11 heroes, first, first arrivers and all First that responders, crap, yeah. yeah. We were saying it. At some point, they're going to get thrown under the bus, and they did, didn't they? They yeah, got they told did. if they didn't get the uh, magic juice, get, uh, sacked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They get I f- sacked. I felt sorry for him because you know it's yeah. they should yeah. never have been put in that position. They did it no. with the, the care pressure. workers first, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, and then they moved on to the NHS staff, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was a really uh, that was a dark time for me. And yeah. they, they brought in for nightclubs and stuff like that, and I was resigned to the fact. Oh, well, yeah. I guess that's it. I guess I'm never going to a nightclub again. I'm not. You know, I never thought I'd go to cinema again. I never thought. No, I, well, I'd resigned to all of it. Not going on yep. holiday. Not, not going abroad. Yeah, not doing whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd accepted it. I wasn't going to do any of that nonsense mm. again. That was that's weird, Chris. We brought up the roadblocks because I I noticed that because I was out and about. I was driving about during yeah. the lockdowns, and the I way was... they, they blocked roads off, like in mm, just yeah. normal oh, streets yeah. in the towns. Yeah. It was yeah. that was weird. I, I drove to Bristol in the lockdown, right? Um, and it was. One of the most pleasant driving experiences I've ever had. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Do you know what it reminded me of? The day of Prince Di- Princess Diana's funeral. I remember no when we made, we drove out of Cornwall, Cornwall, uh, and it, the roads were just empty. Well, I, like, well, I, I, I was working in care homes, and I got some chef by trade, and I was working in a few care homes because the only work I could get. I was working as a freelance chef, and I was driving from here 10 miles, and I did, when it first started, I didn't see one car. That was the creepiest thing. Like Twilight Zone, you know. 28 days later. In an Astra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was bizarre, man. It was really weird. And that went on for weeks. Well, through the whole thing, to be fair. Before I even saw a car on the street. I saw one or two, but yeah, nothing. It was weird, man. 
It was great. It was so man. weird. And then when I got to yeah, Specsavers, I could go straight in, and uh, he saw me straight away. <laughs> Have you guys noticed any, you know, uh, any effects close in your it's like look close people of, of the jib jabs? I mean, we we talk, don't we? We hear all these stories about people, and we I, I'm another world of mine. I, me and my wife run a a natural health clinic, so we have nurses that work there, and um, and so they were under pressure uh, to have the jabs a lot, of, and they, unfortunately they held off. Um, but we 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 see a lot of people coming in that have been damaged. Wow, I've they got a couple. Long, they call it long coat, coat divlock. I've got a couple of relatives. But there's no way of proving it, man. That's the no, thing. No, yeah. It's like and they won't listen anyway, would they? They won't listen anyway. Most. Of them I'd, ne- I'd never bring it up because it's, no, not, it's worth not worth it. it. What it's are you going to gain? Nothing. No. What are you going to gain? Terrify him. It's terrifying. Yeah. More. Because one one think, issue yeah. that um, well, that was talked about with the magic juice was reactivation of um, things like uh, not herpes. <laughs> the other one, uh, shingles. Oh yeah, yeah. shingles, yeah. and uh, so that was something that happened to. A, you know, I don't. I don't like getting into like the personal yeah. medical stuff, and yeah, it's like, yeah, what yeah. what do you gain yeah. from it? It's like the thing is, it's been done now. It's, it's done. Too late, isn't it? The it's damage is the damage. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is, however bad it will be or not bad, mm. I don't yeah. know. But the damage is done, so I've I've just I've let that ship sail for me. It's like I, Wait, I, I, I did I it. I did what I could yeah. at the time. Yeah. Just exactly. putting information yeah. out. Just what like, more could you do? What more could you do? Um, not going to brow browbeat people. Like, I used to watch a lot of sport. No. I don't know about you guys, but I, I, that was my. I watched a lot of sport, and if anybody watches a lot of sport, they will know if they go to games or watch on TV, there would nobody keeling over before all this started, right? None. And uh, there's two things that's happened. Obviously, the arm spears um, have happened, and also the turning on of the next technology. I won't mention it, but. The, the the new uh, towers, um, and so the, 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 there was a there's a correlation I think between those two because it happened at exactly the same time that we were kept in. I don't know if you've read a book by a guy called Arthur Thurstenberg, the right name that Chris has just got it and read it yet because it's about well, it's a really big book, and it's he, he's called Invisible Rainbow, and I advise anybody to to read that because oh, he documents hairs. electricity and obviously. Uh, microwave technology. That's, a, I uh, guess, the rainbow's uh, electromagnetic yeah. spectrum, yeah. is it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a, it, wait, I can't say it's a fantastic read. It's well, it's well written, but it, but it's a, a, a terrifying read, if you like. And I, I was in... I, I was in not John Grisham. No, it's not John Grisham, uh, innocent man, uh, whatever. Uh, but I was in telecoms, and, and I used to read reports, and I was telling my business partner at the time that I think we might be selling future cigarettes to people here. Um, right. because uh, this was in early 2000s because you were hear, seeing reports from T-Mobile saying um, they, I remember reading an Irish one that, it's, that they admitted that it was going to affect these are the words they used affect 3 to 5% of the population they never like, told you how they were going to affect um, I talked to Cheryl Crow that's a singer she's, oh yeah. she's well into that she thinks that yeah. um, she had issues in her she's brain. She's got Lyme disease. It's Cheryl Crow, I think. Cheryl Crow. Lyme, Lyme disease. disease. She's got as well. I think so. It's because I've got Lyme disease. That's why we set a natural health clinic up. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. So I think she has. Uh, there's a few of them. These singers, but whether it is Lyme disease, I won't get into all that. Well, what did she say? Total show. So what, what what is she saying? Is she she's talking out about a lot of stuff, isn't she? Um, right. 
Yeah. She got lambasted a little bit, didn't she? Mm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I think she she sort of tagged her brain. I think, it was it a brain tumour or a brain aneurysm or something like that? Right. That's right. So the yeah. mobile yeah. phones. Because they, they had to have SAR ratings, didn't they, for a while? And there was a big... Yeah. You could buy, like, little stickers on the back... For, stick on the back of your phones to reduce the microwave radiation or something. In the early days were, of the yeah. phones. I think they, were, they never worked. No, Probably worked better than the yeah. uh, pendant some guy tried to sell me in Glastonbury Market a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> against 5G. Don't, don't, not Shungite. I know, Shungite. Yeah, Shungite, man. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey it's, uh, it's not a falsion bargain. It's uh, Pascal's wager. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, what have yeah. you got to lose? What have you got to lose? Give it a go. Yeah. Shungai insoles. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we've, we've blown over an hour already, champs. That's, mm. We generally have that uh, effect because that's why we end up doing about three hours being Chris. Oh. So just yap away. Because what, what I said to Chris before we started was we should talk for hours on phone because we were in Cambridge or whatever. Not a mobile phone, be, surely. We should be recording <laughs> this. Yeah. Not to me, head anyway. Uh, I always use it, uh, try and use it on loudspeaker now. Is that why I see people in cities walking around with their phones like that? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. how do you use your phone? It's not like that, actually. Yeah, that's why a lot of people are using them like that now, aren't they? Wow, shit. The I just thought they were I've idiots. got a brick phone. My, I had a smartphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a brick phone now, but when I had a smartphone, it used to give me a headache down that. That's yeah. the side of my headache, whichever side of my head I use them. Well, you think about all these uh, pop stars and what have you, they're using sort of like microwave technology. Uh, mobile mics, aren't they? Wireless headsets. Uh, Katy Perry. Wireless headsets. Katy Perry, yeah. I mean, that's obviously... Well, yeah. she's she's a fembot, though. She just needs a firmware update, I think, Katy Perry. The Katy Perry yeah, thing, we're, we're, the reason we're talking about Mike Williams, I remember now, is because he's just <laughs> done a story about... Um, he had a lady on there saying that Paul McCartney's got a glass eye. Now, it sounds a bit wacky, but you need to listen to it, right? I just watched she's, it today. That's a great a black, title for a book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Paul McCartney's got a glass eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, anyway, uh, but she's got a glass eye. So she knows the movements of what the... So she understands what movements are. So it's not like she's talking blindly. But it's, um, she... It's very yeah, convincing. Anyway, you need to listen to it that it's, way. It's, it's fairly convincing, convincing yeah. when she yeah. when she shows you that his, his right eye... I mean, I've got a lazy left eye. Christian keeps drawing my eyes out to fucking skelter. But, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, you wouldn't do that, no. His nostrils are bigger than mine, though. Yeah, but, but when, anyway... Uh, <laughs> when he puts a piece uh, of... When he splits them in half, you can see clearly one of his eyes is going, Leeds Bradford. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, didn't even, I didn't even know that glass eyes actually can move, can't they? Because what they've done when they fitted it, they've put like a plastic, put mm. like a plastic piece. Yeah, it's covering up it. your knackered eye. Yeah. So when yeah. you move your actual knackered oh. eye, that eye moves. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. not a it's ball, like, is it? It's, it's like, like a contact. No, it's like a yeah, it's yeah. a contact lens, basically. Yeah. Wow. I suppose uh, there must be worse versions where you've lost the whole thing and it, yeah. So, yeah. So and that's why his eyebrows stuck up and whatever. Anyway, it's quite it's quite quite compelling. Watch whether it's true. Who knows? But it's quite it's quite interesting. Mm. Um. She. But anyway, it did remind me of that Katy Perry thing because she was saying. If you've got if you've got one and it gets a bit of air under it, you tap the side, and it realigns itself. Oh, shit, um, and she goes yeah. like that. So yeah. I'm not saying she's got a glass eye, but that's literally what what he describes. She describes, isn't it, fair? Yeah, she's got one, and she she said there's a video of Paul McCartney doing it, and his eyes going fucking zigzagging around, and he goes like this. Yeah, and it's to to get the air. There's an air bubble under it or something. Oh shit! I can actually do that with my eyes. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, just so yeah, it reminded me of that. It was exactly the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah. there's that one of of Katy Perry as well, where she uh, 
she faints on the stage and they drag her off and she just comes back out again. I was saying to Dom the other day, if you fainted, right, and you were at work, don't just drag you off for two minutes and bring you back out to carry on, would they? I mean, yeah, but if you're yeah. at work, you're gonna be you're gonna be flushing it, aren't you? You want a cup of tea and yeah, 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 robots. Well, well, boys, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've really enjoyed yeah. uh, talking to you tonight. It's been yeah, good fun. Yeah, good. Yeah, we'll sign nice off. Relax, eh? chat for a Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, links will be in the show notes. Sheet farm. Yeah. Is it dot co dot uk? I did have it on here. Yeah, dot yeah. Yes, it's dot co dot uk. It's down there in the show notes. Anyway, scroll down and, and check it out. Yeah. Highly recommend nice it. Meet you guys. Yeah, you yeah. too. Yeah, nice um, to meet you guys. Uh, if you send me the link to the video, I'll send it out. Oh, cool! Yeah, I'll yeah. yeah, I'll send you. It'll go out tomorrow, and uh, I'll yeah. send you links and and whatnot. But um, yeah, if you email them to us, and I'll I'll put I'll send an email out to uh, members. Cool, that's what I appreciate. That. Cool, yeah. All right, just stay on the line for us for a minute while we play ourselves out. Yeah, we'll look. okay, Phil. All right, and uh, you like pod, pod, podcast land? We'll we'll catch you on the flip side, podcasters. Woo, podcast landers. Okay, sayonara. Right then, we're back. The cripple and the mother of madness. Whoa! Nailed wow. it. Cut the dwarf out there. That's amazing. We didn't even mention that Matt wasn't here, did we? <laughs> Matt's not here. <laughs> Matt's not. Matt's not here this week. He's, he's having a romantic uh, engagement with his wife. I believe. Yes, yeah, in the lake area. <laughs> the lake area. <laughs> yeah, he's gone north, hasn't he? Sounds sus. So sus. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Matt's going to vent to electrical. I think he will. <laughs> right, well, that was our chat with uh, Dom and Chris in part one from the Sheep Farm podcast. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, good yeah. fun. They're definitely from Yorkshire, aren't they? Definitely from Yorkshire. Yeah. From Uddersfield. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. It's one of my... I enjoyed that podcast more than more than usual. Very relaxed, yeah, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and, uh, it was. You know, and we didn't... It went... I got, I got a bit dark. Here and there, I tried I'm to, trying to I tried stay to away. Lighten up. Yeah, I'm trying to steer away from that. But you know, it's part of the the, the subject matter, isn't it? You sort of can't avoid you it. You love it. I really don't. But you know, it was good, good fun. And check the links in the show notes and, and uh, follow follow Sheep Farmers Sorry, and their uh, the podcast and uh, subscribe and become a member and all that sort of stuff. The, mm. the uh, websites in the show notes so you can find out all you need to know. Yes, do that. It's good. Right. Um, what should we do? Should we do some headlines before we move on? I think we should. Okay, do some headlines. It's got a couple, couple of nice ones. Page news. Capital letters. A big news story. Headlines of the week. Well, world's dirtiest man dies aged 94, just months after finally taking his first shower in more than 60 years. Wow. There's a lesson to be learned here, dirty folks. What's the lesson? Don't wash. You're going to wash away all your good bacteria, keeping the uh, the enemy bacteria away. Wow, he's filthy. A man who went 67 years without washing because he was worried it would make him ill has died at the age of 94. 
Well, he was right, wasn't he? Amu Haji was dubbed the world's dirtiest man. What, <laughs> what the fuck is he smoking? Uh, uh, animal dung. It looks like a like a dra- like an actual drain pipe fitting. <laughs> Amu Haji was dubbed the world's dirtiest man for his bathroom dodging ways. I can't poo. Apart from an aversion to soap and water, the Iranian was otherwise healthy, despite only eating uncooked porcupine roadkill. Oh, yes. And drinking dirty water from puddles out of a rusty oil can. Wow. He uh, he also had a fondness for smoking animal dung, exhibit A, right, on the screen okay, there, yeah. out of an old pipe, oh. uh, as well as four cigarettes at once. Wow. <laughs> Look at his hand. Is that, I thought he was wearing a glove. It's like a gauntlet. It's like a welding gauntlet. No, that's his hand. Oh, God. Hang on. He looks a, a little less dirty there. So I suppose if it rains, he sort of inadvertently gets a quick slush. Yeah, a swill. Swill. Uh, earlier this year, neighbours persuaded him to have a shower after telling him telling him his, him <laughs> washing made it difficult to make new friends or find a girlfriend. He don't fucking look 94. Doesn't, does he? What are they putting in the animal dung in Iran? I think it's them cigarettes. Iranian news agency quotes a source as saying, for the first time a few months ago, villagers had taken him to a bathroom for a wash. Such was his commitment to not washing, he once jumped from a moving car men from the village had bundled him into to take him to a river. (coughs) And who also attracted the interest of scientists... Interesting in studying what type of life forms might have taken up home in his body. Yes. Uh, but they were surprised to find he hadn't suffered from any bacteria or parasites apart from trichinosis. Now, in inter- your hair. Now, uh, you remember a porcupine roadkill? Oh, yes. He eats raw porcupine roadkill. Well, trichinosis is something you get from pork. Ah, uh, it's the worms, is it? Yeah, you've got to, uh, it's the parasite. That's mm. why you have to cook pork at 160 degrees minimum. To kill the trichinosis. Right, is that an old meme? If you put, like, a raw pork steak in some Coca-Cola and leave it, the worm, some, and if, if it's infected, Bullshit. the worms kind of crawl out of the top of the, the steak. Oh, gosh, I've never tried I don't that. know if that's, like, some made-up internet craziness. Uh, who knows? Maybe we should try that. It could be your homework for the yeah, next week. do that, yeah. <laughs> Get some raw Have pork. Have you not seen pork prices these days? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what, even though Listrus is opening a new pork market. <laughs> new pork market. Uh, right, um, uh, trichinosis, uh, a bacteria that comes from eating raw meat and causes a common infection. Tests, including, including for HIV and hepatitis, all came up negative as well. Amu lived in a shack on the outskirts of the village of Dejgar. There's his shack there. Nice. But was surprisingly well-educated. Uh, he discussed the pros and cons of the French and Russian revolution with visitors. Amu knew the up-to-date politicians. I mean, just knowing about two revolutions. <laughs> to the max. <laughs> <laughs> he knew the up-to-date politicians, but also complained that the international publicity had made life difficult for him. Although his neighbours respect him, he said people turn up occasionally to taunt him and even throw stones at him. That's not nice, is it? No. Um, here he is, this way. I don't know what he's doing there. Having a little rest. So I'm going to lie down. Uh, a short documentary film titled The Strange Life of Amu Haji was made about his life in 2013. 
So if, I suppose you could find that online if you wanted to. I'll tell you what, though. Give me 20 minutes, I reckon I could get that dirty. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> that dirty. That's serious, that. 67 years. That's wild, isn't it? It's kind of, uh, it reminds me of the old ascetics. You know, like the, the assets, the as- vinegar guys. <laughs> no, like the early church ascetics. Right. St. Francis of Assisi and people oh, like that, you know. Right, okay. they, they wouldn't wash or bathe. They would wear, like, intentionally uncomfortable gowns, like oh, straw. Yeah, and, yeah. You know. Uh, self-flagellation. Or kind, of like a, kind of like a self-flagellation thing. Yeah. Right, okay. I don't know. They didn't mention, like, a, any sort of religious ideology he had. Maybe he was just a dirty fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Too posh to wash. Yeah. Ain't no time for this shit. No. Okay, well, let's move on. What's the uh, the next headline? Let's see. We've had that one. Oops. Click this and then that. <laughs> oh, a callback. <laughs> Do you remember this story? Do. North Somerset Gimp Sightings. Team describes freaky encounter. So we covered this a few months ago, we didn't we? We did, yes. There was some uh, some Nightcrawler-type night person. <laughs> In a gimp suit, uh, being sighted in um, in the south of England. Somerset. Yeah. And wasn't he one of the cases, he was in someone's back garden, like, humping the lawn? <laughs> Maybe. And they saw him out of the patio window. It's been going on for a few years, this. Ah, so he's come back after we've mentioned it on the podcast. We've kind of summoned him. <sighs> but that's how it happens. Oh, my God! <laughs> a teenager has described a freaky late night encounter with a man wearing a gimp suit. The 19 year old said he was approached by the man in Cleve, North Somerset, at about 25 past midnight on Tuesday. He said the man was unpredictable, flopping to the floor. Oh, sorry, this is in quotes, this. Somerset. Uh, he said the man was unpredictable, flopping to the floor, writhing and grunting. That. Oh, is that him? He took he guys he whipped his phone out and took some photos. I mean, would you not like citizens arresting or something? It's just some dude. Well, a man in his thirties has been arrested uh... on suspicion of causing a public nuisance and has been released on bail. How far into his thirties? Oh, it's uh, more more needed, I think. I think I've got another photo. I think he took a few photos. Oh what is he doing? He's writhing on the floor. Trying to pick them leaves up. Similar sightings of a person wearing a gimp suit, a full dark bodysuit and face covering, have previously been reported in the nearby villages of Clatherham and Yatton in 2019, 2021 and 2022. Wow. I don't want this guy to be seen as the bogeyman, but this kind of thing... This invisible threat that he could be anywhere, it's indirectly causing fear, the teenager said. It's not just about the encounter, but the effect it has in waves through the community. It's quite gut-wrenching. The witness, who asked not to be named, said he initially thought the man might have been drunk because of the way he was moving. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's from Yatton that's from last oh, year yeah that's um, fucking that's weird <laughs> look weird. how he's phasing out of existence <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like a mothman um 
Yeah, but as the man approached, the teenager and his friend, the teenager said the man took a step up on the pavement, arched his body and flopped to the ground without putting his hands out to catch himself. Like a worm, like going into a worm. (laughs) Yeah. He said the man was wearing blue latex gloves and a dark bodysuit from head to toe, which was covered in mud. His outfit was shiny with some sort of liquid, and he was glistening in the torchlight. <laughs> so romantic. And he smelt really earthy. Earthy. <laughs> <laughs> After he'd gone, you could still smell it. The earth, he added. The teenager said he initially felt worried for his safety and the pair were in shock. But the absurdity of the situation then tore through the tension and they began to laugh. Despite this, the teenager believed some people could be psychologically damaged if they saw the same thing. He said he was still trying to rationalise the encounter and may have reacted differently had he not been with a friend. No shit, if you're on your own. Yeah. Fuck. It could be, yeah. It could not matter how glistening you are. It doesn't matter how earthy you smell. (laughs) Avon and Somerset Police said it was keeping an open mind about the intentions of the man and whether the incident is linked to any others. Hmm, I wonder, unless it's a copycat gimp man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, it could be. Oh, God, don't, don't start this trend. Fuck. Uh, Acting Inspector Lee Kerslake said officers are determined to identify the individual or individuals responsible and stop them. Conditions of the man's bail include that he must remain at home between 9pm and 6am and present to police officer on request end of story hashtag free the somerset gimp i think he's uh he's he's uh banged to rights i think i think they've caught him i think the the, the gimp has finally been fingered ah that's what he was looking forward to all these Do years you see this shit limp dick city oh you're <laughs> such a such a i'm literally a communist limp dick city limp dick city so, uh, T-shirts coming soon to the Amish loot chest. Free the Somerset Gimp. Right, yeah. Yeah, we could do limited edition Gimp seats. <laughs> hey, if someone wants to do a design for the Somerset Gimp, mm. we'll happily put that in the uh, T-shirt shop. Put it on the Discord, which I frequented this morning, actually. You went to the Discord? Did Was uh, anything anything sh- shaking? I think I, I put two emojis in. That, 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 was, oh, that was an appropriate quota. <laughs> Any melons? No melons. Aub- aubergines? Uh, no aubergines, no. Well, just... Uh, just what? a marrow. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, uh, you were telling me earlier about um, Among Us, this game. Oh, yes. My, my daughter started playing Among Us. Mm. Um, the Lays, <laughs> Blockland. So, I had no idea what um, venting to electrical was, or mm. being sus, or whatnot. And... Uh, yeah, she's um, enlightened me. And we've played it, and it's, you know, an interesting game, I guess. Right. So, you, essentially, you're, you're crewmates on some kind of ship, like the Nostromo. And uh, one of one of the players is an imposter. Willie Jane. Oh, Willie oh. G. <laughs> is an imposter. Willie G. Um, and I think they, they have to... Uh, sabotage something, and then the others vote on who's who is the imposter based on how suspicious they're acting, I guess. And uh, 
Then they fly out of the ship. They are. How sus they are, yeah. Uh, and then that got me thinking about Big Chungus. <laughs> da, da, da. Chungus. Big Chungus. I, I, I assumed, as I mentioned last week, that Big Chungus was some kind of end-of-level boss <laughs> for Among Us. Yeah. Um, but no, it's apparently a fat Bugs Bunny meme from a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah. Does he never seem so sus? Never seem so sus. So sus. So sus. So sus. So sus. And yeah. what, what does, you know, did your daughter vent to electrical? You can only vent to electrical if you're a imposter. So I keep saying, have, have you vented to electrical? To try and fool She says, Dad, shut up. Yeah, don't give the I'm game a away. Crewmate, yeah. He vents to electrical. Do you ever uh, have you played it IRL yet? No, I need to. I'd like to. I've said we will this week. We're we're going to play together. Will you have enough me- uh, men? Uh, not men, members. Uh, it's on the internet, isn't it? So, oh no, I mean we we play IRL. Oh, like oh, grandma and like grandpa and actually kill people and throw them out of space. Don't kill people. You have to play dead. All oh, right. If you so get you, play a, you play, play Among Us IRL. Right. Oh, my God. I'm so far behind. Yeah, yeah. Didn't even know what it was. You want to try venting to electrical? <laughs> IRL. IRL. I'm sure only an electrician could do that appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's apple hood and mother, mother pie. <laughs> mother pie. <laughs> it is when you step between a rock and a... <laughs> <laughs> A rock and a, a the devil and a rock devil and a rock and, and a hard, hard place. place. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, that happened this week. <coughs> right. Well, the next time we go away, um, like the seven of us, we all for kids and stuff. Yep. We should have like an epic game of Among Us. Absolutely. I'll be venting all over the place. Yeah. Limp Dick City. <laughs> Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Uh. It's a value for value podcast. If you find this podcast valuable, please consider returning some values. A myriad of ways of doing this, and my favourite way of returning the value, as always, is word of mouth. Send people links, um, you know, post links in Discord servers, uh, Telegram channels, Facebook groups. Yep. Uh, old-fashioned word of mouth, like from your oral cavity. From the before times. Into someone else's aural canal. Oral to aural. Yeah, that's a good way of spreading the message and get helpers uh, grow. Beat on those eardrums. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, you can leave us a, a review, you know, a six to ten page review um, is always welcome. Or just a, a, an emoji with a smiley face and five stars. Um, all very much appreciated. You can leave those reviews on your podcast platform of choice. Yeah, we like reading them out. We do. And if you do read a reader, send a six to ten page review. I will personally read it out in its entirety. Hell's bells. Hell's you might regret bells, saying that. I might stretch it out to a full show. <laughs> stretch it out? Stretch it out. Um, you can join the Discord server. I I went on there today, as I mentioned. There's various 
<laughs> channels you can uh, frequent and you know, get in touch, say hello. You've had a great idea for a for a pyramid scheme. You know, drop it in there. We'll uh, we'll listen to that. Um, get lots of interesting stuff on the Discord, like uh, video links and yeah. uh, art- news articles news and articles, stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. There's a, a whole wide range of different stuff that comes up in the Discord. It's uh, it's interesting. Like it, that would be sort of my last social media thing I would get rid of. Yeah, I would keep Discord because uh, it's it's so useful as long as we're on there. You know, but it's like you've. It's set up so there's a lot of different, almost old school type, what would be bulletin boards or chat rooms on different topics. Yeah, that's what they are basically, it's, isn't yeah. it? Bulletin boards. Yeah, so you built of. built your own kind of network. If you if you want to talk about something that's not, you know, we don't have a room for, then there's you know general chat. Uh, tell us, I started well, yeah. a new. I, I someone asked for something this week. I can't remember what it was, and I started a new thread for it in the Discord. I can't remember what the subject was, but I can't remember seeing that. Ask and uh, your wish is my command. That's it. Yep. Um, artwork. There's a thread in the Discord for uh, for show artwork, or you can always email us submissions at thearmistinquisition at gmail.com because we have new show artwork every week. Mm-hmm. Um, no submissions this week, but I'm not this one up. For, I've, uh, I've already seen this. Oh, you saw in the Discord? I did. Yeah. I don't normally post them in the Discord, but for some reason I just did this there week. I don't know why. And this is uh, this week's art. Show art? Yeah. It's got the Sheep Farm logo and some stuff that, I don't know, we've got worked up for that, I suppose. They're the uh, the 17 United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Oh, are they? Right. And, uh, yeah, got the Sheep Farm logo there and uh, the little sheepy with his, his muzzle on. You know, it is what it is. I was struggling for, like, a, I struggled to come up with, like, a theme for an artwork, like yeah. a clever theme, like compared to like um, you know, like what Lee did the other week, a couple of weeks ago, with this scripted uh, ah, yes. thing, yeah. the usual suspects. I mean, that's really clever, isn't it? It is. I'm not clever, <laughs> so I just <laughs> I just do best I can, really. But that's that was the art for this week. What else can you, you do in the Discord? Request a birthday. You got yeah, a birth, birthday, you got birthday coming up. It's my eldest's eleventh birthday today. Happy birthday, your eldest. Um, yeah, I should I should have it really, shouldn't I? Really, oh, there it is. Happy birthday, Hugh Janus. He's uh, 11 today. Um, right, next door neighbour had a birthday as well. Yeah, Kay, next door. We were raving till uh, 2 in the morning last night. She was eight, 80 years young. Happy birthday, Hugh Janus. <laughs> yes, quite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seems to be a lot of birthdays happening at the minute. Very good. Yeah. Um, Focus Chi requests in the Discord. Yeah, Focus Chi. So uh, maybe you've got a job interview coming up, or um, was it Helen had a, a driving theory test? Oh yes, yeah. recently. Um, I don't know. Maybe you you've got some sort of ailment, and you need some some chi sending in your direction. Um, pop a request in the in the Discord or via email, and we as a community will focus our chi in your direction for your given aim. Absolutely. And it's so far, I think it's 100% effective, isn't it? 100%. I don't think the chi yeah. has failed. Now, <clears throat> I go so far as saying it was more effective than that. More than 100% effective. Yes, yes. Why be bound by earthly numbers? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, man. We're talking five, six dimensions here. Yeah. Oh, and we're hitting all those areas. You think the ether... You think the ether is restricted to three dimensions plus time? God. God, no. How naive. Hell's bells. 
Look, unlock your monkey brains, man. Come on. Yeah, there's a whole cosmos out there that we can't perceive, but our chi is raffling through it. Absolutely. Emanating. Into your prostate. It surrounds us. (laughs) It binds us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Anything else you can do? Um, I think that's it. Oh, guest suggestions. Guest suggestions. We've got a couple, actually. I think we got two this week. Hmm? And uh, one of them, I think, is going to come off tomorrow. And I can't remember what the other one was. It's not Carl Pilkington again, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Please stop requesting Carl Pilkington. <laughs> uh, he's got an agent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as a rule, if anyone, if you request someone and they have an agent, it's generally uh, a no-goer. We should pest a Jets agent again now. <laughs> oh, Jet from Gladiators. God, couldn't even get couldn't even get Falcon. Christ. <laughs> Never mind yet. God. That rhino. Didn't someone get done for drugs or something? Somebody's fallen. Is it not Shadow? Is it Shadow? I don't know. It's steroids. Like the not all juicy. I know. You know. Oh, well. Um, right. What's the best way to drop your eavesdropping ways and become a producer of this podcast? It's tossing us a coin. Toss a coin to Absolutely. Do it for the lads. 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 Oh, we're northern and we're bloody miserable and the weather's fucking shit. What's the armistinquisition.com? You'll find a PayPal button there. You can give us a one-off donation. Sign up for a monthly recurring donation. Sto- <laughs> no stones. Recurring donation and donations at the level of 50 units of currency or higher will grant you the rank, the status, the cachet, the social standing, the degree of... Executive producer for that episode. Looks great on your curriculum vitae, your LinkedIn, your, um, <laughs> what's the uh, swiping dating thing? Tinder. Tinder, Grindr, Grindr. whatever you want. Only you folks out there can save Plotland. Save Plotland. And keep the shit show going. Right, let's thank them. It's time. Oh my gosh, um, it's time to big up the Mandems. And it's time to big up the Mandems, yo. And drop into pieces here. <laughs> It's, uh, maybe it's because I didn't podcast. We didn't do a normal podcast last week. No, it's it didn't. It me. Lucy Goosey. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Anyway, po- uh, podcasters, fucking hell, producers for episode two hundred and fifty-four. <laughs> we have Rona Kesson, Nicholas, Ben Limmer, Helen of Troy, Slicko, and uh, mostly business. Thank you. Thank you. You're literally the best mate. It's literally the best mate. They are. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Love. You you are extremely cool, guys. The dwarf. The carrot. The grape. The homophobe. The winds. The asna. The corpop. Chunks. The number level. The blind man. The fallen on the horizon. The cripple and the mother. Money bickering. From hell. <laughs> I don't get it. Never will. Ah. Yeah, thanks for uh, helping us produce this podcast, as ever. It's much appreciated, and we appreciate all the support, helping us pay the bills and uh, keeping us sustainable and keep doing this every week. Yeah, pay the pork bills. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't all be opening new pork markets, can we? <laughs> oh, it's much appreciated. Thank you. Um, do you know, I got offered another fucking mattress. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I was I was coming out of the butty shop, and uh, I was just about to get into my van and have my dinner and 
transit pulls up. Yeah. Wind, wind comes down. All right, mate, are you local? I thought, oh, someone's asking for directions. Probably, oh, business. Probably a courier or something. All ah, right. You know, delivery driver or something. Said, uh, yeah, I'm local. All right. Brand new king size mattress sent back hundred quid. I'll drop it off for you now. And this isn't the first time this has happened to you. It's happened several times. It keeps happening to me. You look like a man in need of sleep. Obviously, obviously, I look dodgy, don't I? I'm going to buy a fucking mattress out of some guy in the back of a transit van. Tom, I'll only buy three. I only buy in bulk. Is it the same guy? <laughs> it's not. No, this has happened in multiple places, towns, and cities. Do you just turn to fuck off? Yeah, I was just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off! No. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I got, I got one, I've had, uh, that was that was in Forward. I've had one in Ashton. And uh, one outside our town. I bet I've had three or four guys offering me mattresses. That's weird. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what it is. It keeps it's happening insane. to me. I'm a mattress magnet. That's a mattress magnate. A hidden subculture. The mattress sellers. Something to fall back on. Correct. <laughs> Very good. But um, yeah. you're extremely cool, Ziggy. You you are yeah. extremely cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we've got a new prime minister. We do. Yeah. This week's prime minister is Rashid Sunak. Rishi Sunak. Oh, I've got this clip of Joe Biden this week. Yes. And whether it's the United Kingdom or just today, we've got news. Rashi Sunak is now the prime minister. As my brother would say, go figure. And the Conservative Party expected to become the prime minister, I think, tomorrow when he goes to see the king. Pretty astounding. A groundbreaking milestone, and it matters. It matters. What the he's, barrage? He's weeping, and what is his brother? <laughs> I think the weeping, uh, there's been a lot made out in the media that he's the first Asian Prime Minister, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, but who, who particularly in America, is, is weeping at that? Well, the, we the, just the said Demo- we had news from the UK. Woo. They're Democrats, they're lefties. They just, they just <laughs> go around weeping. <laughs> Well, I think I don't know. I don't know the context, but that was my reading of it. It was that it was purely on the racial grounds. Oh, right, yeah. Do you know? Do you remember the, that guy Obama? Yeah. Do you remember the how big a deal that the was? Afghanistan guy, <laughs> the drone guy. Yeah, the, the guy who's, who was droning droning families and weddings and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I but yeah, the, it was a huge deal, man, because he was the first black president. Yeah, rightly so. There is a huge deal here because of, of Rishi being is the it? first Asian president. I think Why is it a huge Asian deal? President, Prime Minister. Why is it a huge deal? I, I, it, to me, it's it's like <laughs> it's the son of a doctor and a pharmacist. He worked for Goldman Sachs. Mm. It's not a oh, this guy's risen from the bottom to become Prime Minister. Like the melanin in your skin or the racial background is meaningless. You're right. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't no, matter really. He's just another tough overlord, <laughs> isn't he? You know, he's been groomed from it. <coughs> he's been groomed for it. If he wasn't going to get it, he would have just fallen back on his green card and been in the states quicker than you can shout. 
Well, maybe they were just weeping because it was uh, it wasn't Liz Truss. Oh, it's very strange. I don't understand it, but I just found it funny the way. Uh, yeah, uh, it was Joe Biden butchered his name. Missy yeah. <laughs> Sanook, you're embarrassing yourself. Oh. Go figure. Mm. Come on, man. <laughs> That's one of my favourite Come On Mans, the laid back one. Come on, man. You know what I thought was interesting? Rishi is the youngest Prime Minister since For the younger, time. one of the youngers. Pliny. <laughs> Pitt. <laughs> Pitt the younger. That's Pliny. <laughs> he was an elder. <laughs> younger and an elder. Oh, right. <laughs> and uh, and then Biden's the oldest US president, so... Is he? Youngest, uh, oldest ever serving. Well, when I when I realised that Rishi was the young youngest Prime Minister for 200 years in the UK, I googled whether um, Biden was the oldest Prime Minister, uh, fucking Prime Minister, President of the US. Yeah. And he is, except if Washington would, was still alive today, he'd be older, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's, he's old as shit, so I thought it might be interesting to see what they really think. <laughs> about each other yeah I don't know I mean uh, I think they're sort of like NPCs really yeah, well like we said in the in the yeah. main show I mean certainly Biden he's not deciding anything I know it's, you know it's... I mean he can't get, even get his name right so you know let's not I won't put much stock into what Biden thinks about anything I don't I so, never think I don't think it's nice to to tell him make out people but he he does not um do himself any favours. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you retarded? He's he's a, he's very old. Yeah, he's too old to be doing job. He should be fishing. Charlie Robinson uh, said it years ago on this podcast. He should be fishing yeah, he somewhere. Should. He shouldn't be in the job, but let's get off it. God. Uh he did his first PMQs this week, Rishi. <laughs> Biden. <laughs> Biden. Can you imagine? You know, Biden's not done a press conference since January. Really? No. You well, no, you can't do it. Anyway, it's different in our country. We have PMQs every week. PMQs every Wednesday, yeah. half and, twelve. And uh, Rishi was Both. was doing it this week against Keir Starmer. Yep. And uh, he got a nice one in. Uh, Keir got, got a nice dig in to the ex-PM, the outgoing PM. Even his own side know he's not on the side of working people. That's why the only time he ran in a competitive election, he got trounced by the former Prime Minister, who herself got beaten by a lettuce. <laughs> Ooh, those guys. Good stunt that, though. The, yeah. the live cam on the lettuce. Yeah. The head of lettuce. Who will last longer? Iceberg lettuce. Did you see um, Jacob Rees-Mogg's res- res- oh, resignation yes. letter? Was it uh, dated St. Crispin's Day? St. <laughs> Crispin's Day, in the was, year of our Lord, 2022. And it was addressed to the king, wasn't it? He, he, he re- requested that the Prime Minister... Um, <coughs> oh, I missed that. ...that the Prime Minister visit the king to, in, to inform and request or something that, that he leaves his post... As is like the old ancient traditions, because of course he is king, ancient. Yeah, he's so old. What did he call him? The minister for the seventeenth century or something? Isn't it? Anyway, he's out now, so we don't have to worry about him sleeping in the. Uh, yeah, he, he, 
he got some flack for being out of touch because rather than when he wrote his resignation letter, rather than dating it the 25th of October 2022, he dated it St. Crispin's Day 2022. Because he, he makes a big, it's weird, and he makes a big deal about his Christian sort of uh, outlook. And, uh, you know, what would Jesus say about, like, hoarding all your money offshore in tax havens? <coughs> well, he doesn't care about that bit, does he? No, it's convenient, isn't it? Of course it is. He's, yeah. he's a caricature. He is. It's, uh, it's weird. He plays up to that caricature. So what I'd really like, I'd, I'd like a Jacob Rees-Mogg action figure. <laughs> 100% one exists. Yeah, Kim? Yeah. If not, I'm going to start a Kickstarter. I'd invest. What would it come with? You have to have some accessories. You'd have a nanny. A nanny. <laughs> a living nanny. Yeah. A quill. A quill. Um, a copy of the Magna Carta. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Something like that. Loads of stuff. Uh, sounds like a cocktail. Yeah, a Jacob Reese mug. It does sound like so a cocktail, doesn't it? Bitter. Bitter, yeah. Or salty. Salty, salty and bitter cocktail. <laughs> Full of poison. <laughs> Bile. Uh, <laughs> the best thing about Rishi Sunat taking over is he's allowed the Chancellor to stay in post, Jeremy Hunt. Oh, yes. Yep. The Health Secretary. He, well, he was the Health Secretary a while back, wasn't mm. he? He's now Chancellor. Yes. Uh, yeah, and uh, we got the news from ITV's premier political broadcaster, Robert Peston. Oh, yes. Jeremy Cunt. <laughs> sorry, sorry that, I pressed the wrong thing there. Sorry, but here we are, Peston. That means the hole in the public finances is bigger than it would have been, and Jeremy Cunt's pumps cuts will be more painful. Which- it happened all the time when he was when he was the health secretary as well. What, people saying Jeremy Cunt? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they must have been dreading it when he when he got the job again. Yeah. Shit, I've got to deal with this. It's these spoonerisms again, or <laughs> whatever it is. Reinhorn is... Jeremy Cunt. <laughs> Putin is hit... Finkel. Jeremy oh. Cunt. <laughs> Finkel is Reinhorn. <laughs> Reinhorn is a man! I butchered that. Let me try. Oh, shit. Let me try again. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Reinhorn is Jeremy. Cunt! <laughs> That's nice yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's. Um, did you know that there are compilations of everyone dropping this? Dropping the C bomb. Mm. Do you have one handy? Well, first up after the news, we're going to be talking to Jeremy Cunt, uh, Hunt, the Cultural Secretary, oh, about. Uh, James Nocte, that's the first one I, I knew of. From Radio Radio 4, four on the Today programme, yep. And the Health Secretary, Jeremy Cunt, Jeremy Hunt, is also expected to apologise. Circumstances changed, Mr Cunt, Mr Hunt had to... The Health Secretary, Jeremy Cunt, uh, Hunt, according to... The Health Secretary, Jeremy Cunt, Q, uh, Jeremy Hunt... Jeremy Cunt had, Jeremy Hunt is left... Just behind... Jeremy Cunt, uh, Jeremy Hunt. The paper says the health secretary, Jeremy Cunt, Hunt. Jeremy Cunt, Hunt. Jeremy Cunt, Hunt. Jeremy Cunt, Hunt. <laughs> Jeremy Cunt, Hunt. <laughs> Cunt. 
AA and Jeremy Hunt. The man that you're backing, Jeremy Hunt. I'm so sorry, Jeremy Hunt. I've never... <laughs> that was Victoria Derbyshire there. Getting her tippence in. National Treasury. said that before in my life. It's usually men who say that. We're waiting to hear from Jeremy Cunt. Health Secretary Jeremy Cunt. Health Secretary Jeremy Cunt. And that's given us Jeremy Cunt. <laughs> looks like Jeremy Cunt. Jeremy Cunt. Jeremy Cunt. The Health Secretary Jeremy Cunt has... Jeremy <laughs> Cunt. That was a northern it. That must have been northern local radio. The Health Secretary Jeremy Cunt. <laughs> Most of them wow. say can't, don't they saying can't? Jeremy can't. Huh? No, no, it's Jeremy, Jeremy Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> dig deep for that one. That's a couple of minutes we've heard from the Foreign Secretary. What has Jeremy Hunt said? That's right, Jeremy Cunt. Jer- Jer- Jeremy Cunt, the, the <laughs> Hunt. <laughs> Personally, I think people should just grow up. And totally. Get agree. over the fact that my name last cunt. name happens to rhyme with a rather unpleasant word. Cunt. 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 I'm glad he's still in post. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to more of these. Yeah, there's going to be some. Oh, well, Pre- Peston dropped it this way, so I want more. Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. That's what I'm hoping for. Right. Post links in the Discord. If you hear a, a Jeremy Cunt, or even a, a Jeremy Cunt hunt, Cunt hunts the gold. Yeah, let us know, because uh, I think we should collect these. Yes, we should. Right, Pokemon, catch yeah. them all. I want to catch them all. You've got to catch them all. Mm. Um, I thought I had a couple more pieces of business, and now I'm not so sure. A-O-B. Oh, do you know what? We've got a bonus podcast coming out middle of this week, mm-hmm. next week. On the, the gunfire, gunfire, gunpowder plot. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, after we finished talking about the gunpowder plot, me and Mark, we were just sort of uh, shooting the shit and telling stories and stuff. And uh, he was telling us about, he'd been doing some work on his fences or something out the back, in, in the yard or whatever. And he, he's not keen on heights. Right. He's not like ladders and stuff, which okay. is, I, I completely understand. So I was telling him a story about when I was an apprentice and I had to go triple extension ladders in the, in a, on a HSBC in a town square in East Lancashire. I think it was Nelson or Colne. And uh, I, had to st- I had to cut the video clip because uh, Mark's reaction is priceless. <laughs> I've just got a little 10-second t- clip. Not the whole story, but just to give you... I just uh, I had to take it. Why is the uh, audio not coming through? Um, it's because I've got my fader down. So, yeah, I, I went up this triple extension ladder and then I got to the top of the ladder and I had to step off it onto the window ledge. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm stood there like that. I was probably, I don't know, 70, 17, 18, something like that. <laughs> that is wrong. I mean, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's the, oh, fuck. Yeah, and then the, so yeah. yeah, I went up this triple extension ladder, and then I got to the just watch Mark's face. Oh god, he's, he's worried already. Uh, the top of the ladder, and I had to step off it onto the window ledge. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm stood there like that. I was probably uh, I don't know 70, <laughs> 17, 18, something like that. That is wrong. I mean, that's proper anxiety, that isn't it? Yeah, he's he's terrified. Yeah. 
Oh my word! Ugh. I think so. We're, when's that coming out? Wednesday. I think it'll be Wednesday. Okay. I think we said the third, so it'll come out with a couple of days to spare before uh, the gunpowder plot. Remember, but before remember the third of November. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fascinating story, man. Yeah, absolutely. It is, and uh, yeah, we went deep on like the whole history of well, the religious tension from the Reformation and the circumstances. The plotters, the genera- generational persecution that the plotters had via the families. We, we talked about the Jesuits coming over, trained in uh, Spain and uh, and the Vatican, and what the punishments were for being a Jesuit priest or harboring a priest. You remember the priest holes, the boats, uh, <coughs> the pressed, pressed they to were death, pressed to death. Yes, yeah, like Margaret Clitheroe, famously oh, front door. Put weights on. Yeah. yeah. Great detail. Talk about that. And uh, and uh, how the plot was found out. We talked about the Monteagle letter. Ooh, the anonymous tip-off. Do you want to know about that? Probably, I've probably learnt about that. Possibly. It depends how, if you've read any books about the gunpowder plot, it would definitely be in there. It's like the, uh, it's kind of what blew the plot open. Right. The Monteagle letter. Got, got them searching. Spoilers. <laughs> yep, so if you're into history and stuff, you'll probably like that, like yeah. our, our take on it. Sounds good. So, we, you know, we forget, like like when we were growing up, it was just, it was about bonfires and treacle and fireworks and... Parch peas, where we're from. Uh, for the first couple of hundred years, it, it would burn an effigy of the Pope. Right. You'll bring that back. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, wild when you think about it. How things changed. What would you? Who would you burn an effigy of in this day and age? Mm. Jeremy Cunt. <laughs> okay. No. Graphic. Putin. Yeah, there'd probably be a lot. Of I people. bet they would do that. A lot of people would burn an effigy of Reese uh, Mogg might be on there. Is Hitler? Yeah. What about? Um, oh, Willie G. G. Burn an effigy of Willie G. Absolutely. And so Limp Dick City. Limp Dick City. Oh. Yeah. The uh, the Somerset Gimp. <laughs> <laughs> I want his penis off my arm, please. <laughs> well, should we sign off for this week? Yeah, I think let's, we're spent, let's aren't do we? It, yeah. Matt will be back next week, won't he? I believe so. Oh. Unless he's got something better to do. Spending time it. with your wife? <laughs> God. Gay! Isle of Cocks. Yeah, cracking one. Oh, I'm I'm really looking forward to next week's podcast. I've been reading the uh, ne- next week's guest book. Well, yes. Last few weeks, and it's absolutely fascinating. I've got... Um, I've got uh, tingles and jingles. I'm looking forward to next week. That erotic thriller, is it? <laughs> I look, I look forward to every week, but you know, uh, next week's guest, his his book crosses so many like aspects of stuff that I'm interested in. It's like I, just, I imagine the carrot is my penis. I imagine the carrot is my penis. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Very good. Right then. Yeah. Well, I'll see you next week with uh, with all that juicy goodness. Mm. Apple and mother pie. Yep, mother pie. Devil in a rock and a hard place. You're not entertained. Are you not entertained? I like what you got. 
I like what you got. Good job. Epic dub. Thank you for watching. I love you. It's a pleasure. We'll be back next week for more uh, silliness. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Good night, Matt. Good night. Don't forget to aim for the prostate. I'm going to aim for the prostate in the men. Party (laughs) central. Central. (laughs) Okay. Wakanda forever. Amish Matt is sus. So sus. (laughs) I've seen him vent into electrical. (laughs) I'm you. Oh, Amish Matt. Oh. Amish Matt. I imagine the carrot was my penis. (laughs) Lovely. Jeremy Cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Right, see you next week. Try! He don't give a fuck. The sea is always right. You're embarrassing yourself. Fuck my inner asshole. Fuck my inner asshole. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Go figure.